right. You good to go? Yes, sir. When was the last time you been to the West Coast? Man, shit. It's been like fucking 10, 15 years. Damn, really? It's been a minute. <laughs> I went to LA to see my homies, but it's been a minute, man. It's been a while. Damn. Yeah, I just just came back from Seattle. I, I forget Seattle is considered the West Coast. It don't seem yeah, like me too. it don't seem like the I was there and it was like cold as hell. It was like fifty <laughs> degrees. <laughs> it, it didn't. It did not seem like the West Coast at all. But I was on the West Coast. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right, fuck it. Let's get So you qualify? Fresh off the West Coast. What you know about this? Throw your west side. <laughs> Let's go. I've been this way and I can't stop. Hands on the ball. We got the crib walk. Let's get it. Half ass ride that you can't rock. It ain't cause I won't. Ghost ride the whip. The crib while the getting is good. Before the game is 10% skill and 90% Hollywood. I don't need that. I don't believe that. Everybody gon' get hurt. Five and dirt. First with the idea of quitting the game. We back. I, I'm an evolve. Continue to change. To take brains, balls, and backbone. To get it on and keep it on. We're keeping it moving in inches on. So I spit about it. Whatever I feel about it. I'm just being real about it. It's West Coast vibes right here. Speech don't fail me now. Dedicated to the enemies and friends that hold me down. We back. We ain't too bad. We live. We act. We hold the back. We stay on the until we die. I'm in that exhibit mode, man. What you know about exhibit, man? Oh, you sound like you're not an exhibit fan at all, man. Nah, I just Trash. never heard any. I never heard anybody say I'm in the exhibit mode right now. <laughs> you, you hear it on the Gems and Juice podcast. <laughs> My man don't get no credit, man. He don't be getting no credit. He had a corny what? The pimp my ride shit was corny. That destroyed his credibility yeah. in the crowd. Yeah. But nah, he, he, he is a beast, man. He, he is. Work exhibit stand rotation without rehabilitation like this. Let's go. Get now. Video was fire when they first came out too. Remember this video? It was like all one shot, yeah. and he was walking <laughs> in the hood and all that shit. Yeah. This video was ahead of his time. Let's go. Trying to bring your ass to the table, y'all. X to the Z exhibit. Box, man, it's taught 
the gems and juice. I'm the reason there's no time to reach for that weapon. And reason why niggas with problems keep on stepping. Exhibit ready to scrap like Mike Tyson with us. Let's go. Nine to five minimum wage. What type of life is that for me? Shout out to all our supporters. Fucking around with the Sundance kids. We back, bitches. How do you audacity to want to tangle with the X straight in your neck? Slap you like the opposite sex. Drunk driving trying to stack my loot. While other rappers getting treated like a prostitute. So check the sound scale. <laughs> Throw your west side. <laughs> oh no. Big Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Dog. I ain't gonna play the Snoop Dogg part right okay. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm feeling it. I, exhibit don't get his is is He don't his, man. Yeah, I think the first thing people think about uh, when it comes to Exhibit is Pimp My Ride. Yes. <laughs> and probably some little, um, did he play, I think he played in a couple uh, movie roles, but you don't really think about this type of Exhibit. And I played some of the commercial joints. I ain't even played yeah. none of the other ones, but um, you got to put them um, in that category of West Coast rappers, man. You do. And people don't even realize how long he had been in the game. People think he just came out around like when he started going pop. He yeah. had been around since like, well, 94, 95. Like, yeah. he was doing it for a minute, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't think, I think he had like the red man effect applied to him too, to mm-hmm. where he got known for doing one thing and it kind of overshadowed his rap career. Like oh, Red yeah. Man seemed more of a comedian now, yeah. doing all the funny movies and shit. People forget he, he was got a monster bars. on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he had classic albums. I think Exhibit got a couple classic, at least one. His debut album was a classic for me. Yeah. But uh yeah, man. I don't think he gets his respect in the game. So yeah. good, good he, mix. He got, good. Yeah, he got his uh we, we giving him his respect on the Gems and Juice yeah. podcast. Giving his sure. flowers while he's alive. We ain't waiting like y'all motherfuckers wait till a motherfucking die. Yeah. And then say, oh, you're the legend in the game. Now we got to give them their flowers when they're alive, yeah. man. Check, check, check. All right, I'm, I'm rolling now. All right, in three, two, one. <coughs> okay, <laughs> let's go. So what up, everybody? Welcome back. We are back at it, back again. Jay Prince, do we have the Jay Prince drop ready? I do. I got it ready. Okay. <laughs> Making sure everything I'm is I'm in a different studio, back. so yeah, it's fair to ask. <laughs> so yes, Jay Prince, introduce the podcast for us real quick. The gems and juice. We are back at it, uh, uh, back at it, back to catch up with a lot of things. I know we took a little week off, had a little break. We back at it, man. We gonna get y'all caught up on everything going on in hip hop culture, et cetera, et cetera. And we gonna get back to it, man. But first off, wellness check. We got the birthday boy in the uh, building, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Figgy Fig himself, man. How you been, man, bro? Man, I'm blessed, man. Thirty three years old, man. I'm at the age where I'm gonna start forgetting my age. <laughs> so uh, shit, I want to say all year I kept thinking I was thirty three, but I'm like, no, I'll be thirty three this year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, finally 33, um, blessed. Uh, I had went to Seattle uh, last week with the wifey. So it was fun, man. It was a random ass city we picked. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know anybody there. I know a couple of radio guys there, and that's it. <laughs> Did you see Paul? No, uh, Paul Galan, he was actually in Massachusetts when oh, I was okay. there. So I did reach out to him, and he was like, damn, I'm in Massachusetts. 
And um, it's another guy um, I actually interned with when I first got into radio. His name Alan Fee. He used to be on the morning show um, in Cleveland for um, Top 40 Station. So I reached out to him. I was just letting him know I'm in the city. But um, we were so busy, I didn't even get a chance to holler at him. None, but okay. it was cool. Seattle was a cool little spot, man. It's, it's, it's kind of like uh, Austin, Texas with the cold weather, with the cooler weather. And more hipsters, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> so the whole city is hipster-ish. And um, you got, like, you, you got bikes and scooters all over the place. You got, um, they they uh, every store charges for bags. So if you go to Target, they charge 15 cents for a bag. Or you could just save the environment or save money by. And bring your own bag. Yes, like at a Target, fucking- man. <laughs> <laughs> Target. You know, I went to the self-checkout line. I had, like, three things and um, went to the self-checkout line. And um, at the end, you know how you pay for it? The Mm -hmm. the end, at the end, it said, how many bags you want? And I was just like, one? (laughs) And they're charging, like, 17 cents for it. (laughs) I'm like, hold on. Hold on, player. I'm like, (laughs) I I can carry this shit myself. (laughs) <laughs> like, I, don't need I guess it's doing their job, but apparently that's the whole state of Washington. So the yeah. whole state of Washington is like that. So I, I guess it's cool for the environment and all that, but it get a little irritating. The taxes are a little high there, mm-hmm. and everywhere charged for bags. So <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a California LA thing too. Yeah. Fucking bags, man. So <laughs> my my thing is, I I feel like we need to be forewarned. Before we go, that's what I hate. Because I went to, when I went to Aldi, Aldi is the same way too. Yeah. And when you go there, like they you, they charge extra for bags, or you got to bring your own bag. I'm like, man, if I knew this shit beforehand, yeah. I would have brought my own fucking bag. Yeah. But yeah, that, that, my thing is, you just gotta. I guess there's no way to let you know before you go to the grocery store. But yeah, at least at least shit, Aldi man. shit is cheaper. That's I mean, true. They cheap and they don't, you know, they don't have baggy people there so mm-hmm. it's kind of like get whatever you get yeah take your shit over there and do what you got to do to get the fuck out mm-hmm. type thing but um, yeah target yeah. is kind of crazy man That's yeah wild. yeah i was i was kind of shocked but i'm like okay i i had to look it up and apparently it's a washington thing so damn <laughs> That's crazy man but glad you enjoyed your trip yeah the birthday is always a good time to you know, relax and kick back. And yeah, at, at post 30, you really forget how old you are. You remember yeah. in tens yeah. at that point. Yep. Once you hit 30, uh, the next one you're going to remember is 40. Yep. Because you count down. <laughs> then you're going to remember 50. Yep. But you ain't going to remember 42 or 37. I know. <laughs> it's my 37th birthday. Or, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, funny how that works out. But, yeah, glad you had a good birthday, man. Glad yeah, you're man. Uh, you're back in full effect and doing yeah. your thing. Yeah, and shout out to everybody who wished me a happy birthday, man. Uh, yeah. That that type of stuff kind of get overlooked the older you get. The older mm-hmm. you get, the less text messages you get and the less yeah. people, you know, remember. But um, for some reason this year, a lot of people it was hit me up. I was getting messages from all type of people, man, so. Yeah. You're a superstar, man, of course. <laughs> I ain't all that. <laughs> I just be doing my thing, but I, I ain't all that. But nah, yeah. you're a celebrity out here, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I used to hate, I, 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 you really used to hate getting happy birthday messages. 
Like I, I'm, I, I'm changing that about myself recently. Like, like I'm, I'm more acceptive of it because mm-hmm. really you just realize people are just being nice. Yeah. But I used to really not like it at all. I, I don't like things being all about me. So <laughs> I used to really not like getting happy. I don't, I didn't say it was my birthday. I didn't tell nobody. Of course, your family gonna know. Yeah. But I never told anybody like, oh, it's my birthday. Yeah, you I know, never did so. that either, man. I, I, you don't like you can look on my social media now. I never said, "Hey, <laughs> guys, I'm twenty, I'm thirty three yep. years old, and I'm blessed to be." You know, I I don't yep. do all that. Ble- blessed to see thirty three, <laughs> y'all. Here's a timeline of all my pictures from when I was a baby yeah. to now. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't I don't do all that. I, I, there's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like people that do that like the attention, which yeah. is which is fair, but. I don't say anything, and then you know I get somebody like a Landry Locker, you know, tweeting a long post, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I gotta show it some love. Yeah, and, of course. And then everybody, you know, everybody else see that, and then it's like a storm of messages yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I really used to hate that man, but I'm getting better <laughs> at it now because I'm realizing now, like, you know, you want people to, you want to be reminded people still fuck with you sometimes, man. Yeah. So it, it's still nice. It don't take much out of your day to say thanks, man, or like the post or something. And yeah. there's no big inconvenience. So yeah. I'm getting better about the happy birthday wishes, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a, better. About just that appreciate now. it, man, because yeah. yeah, just appreciate it. It's, it's a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I'm, I'm getting more uh, accepting of it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we got a whole lot to break down, man. So without further ado, let's just get right into the shits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we gonna start as usual with new music, man. We have uh, some music to catch up on and some that's brand new. <laughs> We're finally starting to ramp up with the music releases, man. It's been a dry couple weeks. <laughs> the past few weeks, man, I felt like we had some momentum going, some new albums, and then it just kind of fell off. Yeah, you know who got an album coming out this year that's about to crush everybody's numbers. <laughs> Who? Adele. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. She, I don't know, the, man. I, dude, she lost she, weight. Yeah, I don't know if she's she going to do the and, same numbers. Yeah, and she in love, too. <laughs> and with a black man. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Rich yeah, Paul. She dating Rich Paul, Shout man. To, I don't, yeah, Cleveland in the building. <laughs> really, though. Uh, I don't know if this one going to do the same. I'm, I'm, of course, she's going to yeah. do numbers. Yeah. But I don't know if she's going to do the same that she was doing. Like, I don't think these... Women like that she lost a whole lot of weight. Yeah. I'm gonna be real, man. She got to get fat again with this, <laughs> this album bombs. Yeah, she. Yeah, I, I know she ain't losing my wife. My wife is a diehard Adele fan, and oh, she lost her shit. It was a couple weeks ago. I'm like, you know, Adele got something coming soon. I was just talking shit, and she like, what? How do you know? She like, <laughs> and she started searching. Like I, she announced it. Yeah, I, yeah. This was before she actually announced it, but you could kind of tell because she started posting a little more. Uh, you kind of hear rumblings a little bit, and then when we was in Seattle, I guess she dropped a a, a little trailer or something on um, Instagram, and I, I get I don't I don't know if her Instagram crashed or what, but. She couldn't look at the video, and she like, how can go to go to our page? How can it work? Like, I'm trying to see what they say, and all this other shit. I was like, just go to YouTube and find it and pull it up. It it was on her YouTube, like a 15 second trailer of a video dropping next week. So <laughs> she she like dead ass excited. So I'm like, she about yeah. to come in and crush Drake numbers. Oh, Kanye definitely. numbers. <laughs> Kanye definitely. Drake probably. Yeah, she gonna crush Drake. Yeah, too. she gonna. But I, I honestly, I feel like it's not gonna be like the last album. album. 
Yeah, no, hell no. Yeah. I think from she's done a few interviews too. And I, I saw one where she was basically saying, you know, because uh, she was talking about her divorce and how she has a kid and her kid is wondering why, you know, her parents can't get along or be together. And now she she admitted she's like, OK, maybe I'm the common denominator in all these bad relationships. Maybe it's my fault. I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> accountability yeah. from a woman. Be, yeah. This album might not do so well, man. Women don't want to <laughs> hear that shit. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, we'll see yeah. how this album goes. Of course, yeah. she, she definitely going to do huge first week numbers, yeah. but. Now, critically, now be, I don't yeah, know. To be fair, now she's not like a Beyonce, so she don't have that type of fan base. Yeah. Her fan base is like, I don't want to say exclusively white, but it's a straight up pop. It's a weird fan base, man, because it's it's not like she was super sexy and showing off stuff. She used to just get up on stage and sing. Yeah. <laughs> and she used to do numbers better than a dancing ass Beyonce. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be true. I'm interested to see. How how her album gonna do? <laughs> yeah, it, 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 the 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 feedback is gonna be interesting to see. The discourse on Twitter gonna be funny to see if it's this album that I think it might be, but we'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, the, the whole slim, sexy Adele might be a pop star now, man. Who knows? She might run away her old fat fan base, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes, man. I'm yeah, interested to her, see. Yeah, last album was five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. So, so. <laughs> Uh, interested to see what she sound like now. <laughs> oh, for sure, man, for sure. Uh, but let's get back into hip hop, man. We yeah. got a few hip hop albums. I, say, to break I don't know we're gonna break down that album. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell no, we just gonna <laughs> laugh at the Twitter reaction. But uh, we do have some hip hop to break down, man. Let's start with the new album from Houston's own Don Tolliver. He dropped an album called Life of a Don. This is, uh, I believe he dropped the album last year too, or the year before, 2019 maybe. Yeah. But uh, this is a new album, uh, has features from Travis Scott. Also, who else did it have on it? I got to look up the damn track uh, list because I already forgot. Uh, it has Travis Scott, Kali Uchi, so I don't know if I ever yeah, say her name right. I think right. that's her, yeah. Baby Keem, uh, HVN Sofago. Uh, so very light on the features. I, I low-key actually like that about Don Tolliver, yeah. that he don't put out albums with a whole lot of features. It's mainly just him. I think that's kind of rare in hip-hop and R&B these days, so I do appreciate that. Mm. But yeah, man, it's a full, uh, about a little less than an hour, 51 minutes, 16 songs. Not, I think the perfect album length. Honestly, I'm getting tired of these 22, 23 track albums. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm fine with a cool 16, man. Keep me entertained for about a little hour or less, and I'm good. <laughs> so good track list. Uh, and we don't kick it off with you, Figgy, man. I want to know how you feel about this album. I know we were kind of, I think Jasmine was first with the Don Tolliver yeah. as a stand, as so, Gems and Juice. Yeah, so people that don't know, Don Tolliver is part of the Travis Scott uh, yeah. connection. Or I think I think he actually signed to his label. Yeah, he signed yeah. to his label. So that's, that's all connected. So Jasmine, she was first on board mm. when it came to Don Tolliver. But um, yeah, I checked the album out, man, and... I have to be honest, this, I, I like this album because I'm a Travis Scott fan too. I'm not a diehard, but I'm a fan of the, uh, I'm a big fan of his production and sound. But um, this, 
I would say this album isn't for everybody, man. <laughs> I know we got a lot of hip hop fans that listen to this podcast, and sometimes they want to hear that real hip hop. This, yeah, I wouldn't recommend this. But um, if you're a Travis Scott fan, you will definitely like this a lot. Um, I, I like the production, and he have a, a unique sound, man. The um, I, I'm not big on the singing rap, but um, him, I will. You know, I'm I'm fine with him doing that. And um, as far as the project, I I thought it was a good project. It was a good sounding project. Um, th- this project kind of make you want to do some shrooms or some some type of drugs. Mm-hmm. It just just go in, uh, go into space or something. <laughs> 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 it, it make you want to do some shit like that. But um, yeah, man, I like it. Uh, a couple songs I was a little disappointed on. Um, I ain't really like the double standard song. It was a little too slow, too R and B ish for me. Yeah. And then the other one, I was excited to hear "Swinging on West Timer." Yeah, it, that was a letdown. <laughs> yeah, I was I was kind of disappointed. I got through the whole song, but I thought it was about to be some chopped and screwed yeah. or <laughs> something like that. And did he even say "Swinging on West Timer"? No. <laughs> so, because I, 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 I that was one track I was looking forward to. Because I just feel like you just feel like you get excited when you hear West Timer and the yeah, track list. When when I seen that, I'm like, oh, it's about to be some swanging yeah. on West Timer, Saba. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be something like that, some yeah. type of chopped and screwed Pawa sample or something. Exactly. Nah. Yeah. So I was I was disappointed with that. It's not a bad song, but if it was titled something else, I probably would have been fine with it, but. Mm. That it was a big letdown for me <laughs> on that one. I no, I agree with that one. <laughs> um, couple standout songs I like. Um, I like Way Bigger. I thought that was a dope song. And uh, mm-hmm. Flocky Flocky featuring Travis Scott. I thought that was a dope song. And the uh, Drugs and Hella Melodies featuring Cali Uchis. Uchis. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good song. I'm a big fan of her. Yeah, um, I like her too. Yeah, she really got. I love her sound. She got some dope music. Um, I, I I wish her and Tyler the Creator would do a joint project, man. I feel like they made some of the best music together. They're um, going on tour together, so it's possible. Yeah, I, man. I hope I, I I would love a whole project from them. <laughs> they they really make good music together. But mm-hmm. overall, man, I think this is a good project. I like it because I'm a Travis Scott fan. And um, he he sound like a Travis Scott type of artist. You could tell they, I don't know who influenced who, <laughs> but you could tell they in the same clique. So uh, I'm a big fan of this album. I think it's qualified. And um, qualified, yeah, man. But I I just gotta say, it, you know, like I said, we have a lot of hip hop fans that listen, and they be wanting that real hip hop shit. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't go to this album if you're looking for some real hip hop shit. This is more 2021-ish. Uh a lot of singing, some, you it's know. It's the vibe music. Yeah. It's vibe music. Pretty much. Yeah. You ain't gonna hear no uh straight up bars and you know the the boom bap type shit. But um this is I I I still think this is a a solid album. Yeah, I agree, man. I pretty much had the same thoughts you did. Um, I like the same songs too. I also like the last song a lot, Bogus. Mm. I thought that was really good. Um, and yeah, man, it's good night driving music. Something to just put in the car and go on a ride down downtown Houston. 
Mm-hmm. You know, ride through the city, on windows Westtown, open, swinging yep. on West Timer. Swinging on West. You don't don't play swinging on West Timer while you're swinging on West Timer. You might need something a little more. Dude, uh, I was about to go to West Timer just to play that song before I heard it. I was just I, I wanted to do a video and shit and just you know, but it wasn't even the right type of song, man. It, it, it wasn't, wasn't even made. Man. It wouldn't even made sense because they don't say West Timer in the song. Yeah, <laughs> so it wouldn't nah, even that, make sense. That song was disappointing, man. I'm glad you said it too, because I, I I thought it was just me. I did. I was looking forward to that song, and I was like, "Nah, this ain't it." It's not a bad song, but just it, the name didn't the title fit the don't vibe. Fit. Yeah, yeah, of the song. It's kind of like when Drake made Wu Tang Forever. Yeah, and it was like a R and B love song. Yeah, the, the the title don't fit what the what the actual content of the song is about. But other than that, man, I liked it a lot. I have to say, uh, Dom Tolliver is one of those people, one of those artists I like a lot better chopped and screwed or just mm. slowed down, period. So I really did wish that the Chop Stars remix came out the same day. I know they're mm. going to do it because <laughs> DJ Holly Grove is cool with Don Tolliver. Of course, he was on our uh, podcast. He mentioned how, you know, he met Don Tolliver before he really blew up mm-hmm. and how he basically said that, you know, I got some new music cooking. It's going to change everything. And he was right. But I do like him a lot more slowed down. So very much looking forward to the Chop Stars remix of this album. Hopefully Mm -hmm. it drops pretty soon, man, because this will definitely stay in rotation. I miss the old days when uh, a Houston artist would drop and the Chopped and Screwed version would drop the same day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That don't happen no more, man. That's kind of annoying because I know these niggas got the album early. Yeah. They got connections, sure. man. So yeah. I just wish it could happen at the same time. But you know. Yeah. Then with Don Tolliver being a Houston nigga, you know yes. he look at he you know he want that chopped and screw shit. You, you know you want that album like that. So I'm sure he probably got a jump start to it and say, mm-hmm. you know what, here you go. Y'all do y'all thing whenever y'all get to it type thing. Yeah, I, I'm sure they're cooking it up now. I'm sure it'll be out in the, in the next few weeks. But yeah, I just wish it was already up because I'm greedy and I don't want to <laughs> wait. So yeah. shout out to DJ Holly Grove. I know y'all going to do your thing with the Chop Stars. Get the Chop Not Slop app and uh, make sure y'all check that out, Chopped and Screwed or Chop Not Slop, because I'm looking forward to that, man. But other than that, I got to say it's also a qualified album. Qualified. Okay. Good, good album. Like, like Figgy said, it ain't gonna be for everybody. It ain't everybody's type of music, but you know, it's cool driving music, cool vibing music, and yeah, you, that's all you, I can really yeah, say. About you enjoy it. the um the the um the production in this. If you yeah. if you're into that future risk it type of uh, new style type of production, yeah. you enjoy this a lot, man. If you like, like I said, if you a fan of Travis Scott sound. You would definitely like this sound. I, and I, I'll say this too, man. I'm not sure if you're a big uh, Rod Wave fan, but I, I, I like this type of style better than like a Rod Wave. Yeah. I, 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 I never, I, I'm just not a fan of that style. I'm not a fan of this, the singing, but um, I could deal with a Don Tolliver singing more than Rod Wave, if that makes sense. I don't even know if you could even compare them, but I would take, Don Tolliver over Rod Wave when it comes no, to No, I agree, man. Singing. I agree. His sound just sounds better. It's hard to describe, but just <laughs> like none of them are great singers, and I don't yeah. think they're really trying to be, but just Don Tolliver has a sound that just sounds better. Yeah. So 
I know it's kind of hard to explain, but yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, got some more to break down, man. Um, and next, let's go to an album that actually dropped last week. Um, you might have not noticed because it didn't make a whole lot of noise on the timeline and social media. Unless you follow in New York Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Meek Mill dropped a new album called Expensive Pain. Um, I fully admit I didn't listen to this album, man. I just I've never been a fan of Meek Mill and just the way he be acting recently. I just had no motivation to actually check for his music. <laughs> but uh, you did listen to it, man. And I want to know your thoughts about it. It didn't perform too well. The first week numbers were kind of low. And I know DJ Academics was all tearing into him and shit. So whatever. I don't care about that. <laughs> but I do want to know your thoughts about the album, man. How was it? Is Meek Mill back? Uh, before I weigh in, before I um, talk about the album, I I kind of I, I kind of feel some type of way when artists just drop a project now, because uh, when artists just drop a project with no promo, like a surprise project, and they don't do that good, I feel like their first excuse is, well, I ain't I ain't even promoted or nothing. I just mm-hmm. dropped it, and that's why the numbers are like that. If I would have did all the promo run and all this stuff, it would have did better. But I, it, it seemed like their excuse for whenever it don't do good is, oh, you know, I just put it out there. I, I ain't really care about that. That's just light. <laughs> and I, I, I kind of hate that. That's kind of like a bad excuse to me. But um, but anyway, um, as far as the album and Spencer Payne, I like the intro. This wasn't his best intro, of course. You know, he, he got some um, okay intros, but... I like the intro on this one. He con- he sampled the uh, "Hate Me Now" song, okay. But, but um, it was cool though. I, I I enjoyed it. And then the second song on the album is called "Outside." Um, I I enjoyed that song a lot too. Outside of that, man, the rest of the album was trash to me. I <laughs> I got to be honest. I didn't enjoy this album at all. <laughs> The uh, the very next song, which was uh, called "On My Soul," he I thought it was Lil Durk for a minute. He was kind of rapping like Lil Durk, that sing that singing Rod Wave, and I was on the hustle and the, that type of thing. <laughs> I, mama, mama is my fault. It's that that shit, and that just it, with the auto tune and all that. I was just like, man, what the hell is this? Uh, I went on throughout the line. I just. I just wasn't feeling it at all, man. I I don't know if he just been hanging around Lil Durk and Lil Baby too much, but he's starting to sound like them to me. <laughs> and um, outside, like I said, outside of the first two songs, I I thought those songs was good. The rest of it, I he could have kept that, man. And this it's crazy to say about the Meek Mill project because you usually come away with some songs on there at least if you don't like the full project, but. I ain't like anything about this project. It felt like I was listening to a Lil Durk album, man. So um, I, I'm sorry I got to say it's uh, pig pen mentality, man. Pig <laughs> oh, wow. mentality. I, okay. I didn't enjoy it at all. I, I like the first two songs, but that's it, man. It, that wasn't it. He could have he could have kept that. He could have released the first two songs, and I would have been okay. I probably would have been excited for the album, but it this ain't it, man. I, I don't like it at all. <laughs> Well, considering that we are a Mob Ties qualified podcast, we actually had to give this a pig pen status rating because, you know, he's me. He's still the op. I don't care if they made up, man. He's still the op. 
to the <laughs> to the mob ties movement. But now, nah. uh, that's one thing I did hear about this album. I did hear a lot of people say that it was it sounded like a little Dirk album. Yeah, you know, and I really don't like when old artists try to reinvent themselves by sounding like another famous nigga that's out right now. Yeah, he he looking at little Dirk like he the big homie or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like Lil Durk is the big homie, and I just, I just don't get it, man. And and Lil Durk, he got obviously got a lot of respect for Meat Mill. He got them number one on his top fifty artists of all time. <laughs> I don't mm. know if you've seen that list. No, I didn't. That's crazy. He, Lil Durk made the uh, top fifty, the uh, top fifty greatest rappers of all time, something like that. And, and you he would, put Meek Mill number one. You you gotta look at the whole list, man. It, I gotta look this thing. Yeah, up, man. look at the whole list, and it will make sense to you because he ain't put nobody old on there. He was putting like you would have thought he was reading the um uh summer jam lineup or something. <laughs> the way he was talking, but yeah, he got Meek Mill number one. But I just don't get why Meek Mill is switching his style to that sound, man. Okay, well, okay, he didn't number them, so maybe that's his excuse. He just named top 50, but he didn't put numbers on them, so it's hard to actually tell (laughs) if he ranked these by how highly he thinks of them or you just naming the top 50 rappers. Either way, you slice it, man. It's not a good look. (laughs) Yeah, you got A Boogie with the hoodie on here. (laughs) YNW Melly. Okay, yeah, yeah. Either way you this slice like, it, man. This is like 25 and under. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Top man. 50 grades of all time. Got, and Gucci, man. He got Gucci there on there. <laughs> yeah. He got, I, I want to say, do we got Boosie on there? I can't remember, but. uh, He might. This list yeah. is really long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nav is hilarious. And I like Nav. <laughs> Top 50 greatest rapper of all. Man, throw this nigga away. <laughs> Get this man out of hip hop. We cannot have him put Nav in the top 50 t- greatest rappers. Dude. I like Nav. I'm a yeah. fan of Nav. Top 50 of yeah. all time, man. Get the yeah. fuck out of here, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what his motivation was, man, but <laughs> No, nah, this is a crazy list, man. There there's some people out like Drake and Young Thug. Okay, Lil Uzi, Lil Baby, okay, whatever. Rich the kid, like nah, this list is crazy, man. Duh, little baby, black youngster. <laughs> yes, that's who I was thinking about. Yeah. Nah, get this dude out of here, man. Get uh, this man out of hip hop. He needs to. He needs to go somewhere. This fucking list, honestly, man. That's I crazy. I would have respected more if he had Chief Keef on there. I don't even know if they cool. He he has Chief Keef. Oh, on do there. we? Okay. Yeah. Well, he I still Chief don't respect. That. I, I still don't respect it. Like, nah, this, this list is crazy, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nav in there just killed all the credibility. Uh, Blueface. Man, no. This dude, nah, he was trolling. He was Blueface. Top 50 greatest rappers of all time. Nah, man. This is a troll. I don't, I don't believe this was real. He had to be trolling. Blueface. Nah, man. He had to be trolling. Now, I don't I, believe this list now is I serious. Think, I think he eventually deleted the list. I don't know if he was just getting too much heat for it but apparently he put his top 50 out <laughs> yeah so. no nah, it came from his instagram it looked like it it legit came from his instagram yeah. but yeah i think yeah it looks like he deleted it which he should have <laughs> i mean this is a crazy list man i'm sorry i understand liking a lot of new school rappers especially if you're younger but now nah, this list is crazy yeah. this list is crazy man come on now <laughs> some of these niggas don't even rap 
Yeah. But, <laughs> okay. See, I will I will be fine if he said, "Hey, let me show you some of my favorite, some of my favorite top fifty or something like that." Because you can't really get mad at somebody's favorite <laughs> because they ain't yeah. saying they the best or nothing. But no, if he said the top fifty rappers right now in the yeah. game right now who are active, I would have understood that. He yeah. said of all time. Yeah. And <laughs> every was, one of these like came a, out. This sounds like a rolling loud lineup. Dog, it's like 2017 <laughs> to 2021. And he said all time. Rap been around since the 80s. Yeah. And all these rappers came out at latest yeah. 2018, 2017. <laughs> Come on, man. This list is insane. But uh, what the fuck were you even talking about? Oh, oh the Meek Mill yeah, album? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is the dude Meek Mill is trying to rap like. <laughs> So oh, I guess man. it all makes sense. <laughs> but, I'm sorry, that yeah. list just upset me, man. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Come on, man. <laughs> that list, this list is insane. But uh, yeah, yeah so I, maybe- like, I ain't like the Meat Mill album. <laughs> it, it it was rough for me. Yeah, I did hear a lot of criticism about Pete, him him trying to sound like Lil Durk, and I do hate that. When an established rapper tries to sound like whatever is hot right now instead of what got you on yeah. and doing your own thing, it, it's always weak to me, man. So, <laughs> yeah, poor Meek Mill flopped kind of. Hopefully he switches it up and goes back to whatever worked for him. And hopefully mm-hmm. he just stops tweeting, too. I'm yeah. tired of him on Instagram and social media. He needs to take a break from social media, period, because <laughs> I get annoyed by seeing his posts. <laughs> um... Some other things that came out, I didn't even see this. Nas got a new single out. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if this is from a. Um, this looked like it might be from a movie or a series or something. But um, yeah, and of course, Hit Boy produced this. Of course, and um, man, not not. I heard Nas might be dropping another album this year. Did you hear that? I didn't. That yeah. that would be kind of overkill that, at this point. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I wouldn't know how to feel about that, man, because we went from not really getting any Nas music at all to getting two projects in two years or possibly two and three years or three and two years. And I, I'm, I'm not sure how to take that. If You know, maybe he's happy doing music again where he, he, he got that itch where he just wanted to keep dropping music or. Like, I don't know what it is, but it seemed like he found his producer, man. <laughs> oh, he definitely has. I, I get that you're inspired and just want to make music. I would be okay with dropping a deluxe edition of, what was his last album called? King's Disease. King's Disease. King's Disease. King's Disease oh, what's King's Disease? He, oh, he did drop a sequel. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll be okay with him dropping a deluxe edition of King's Disease 2 with like five new tracks or something like that. I'd be cool with that. A whole new album and then it being King's Disease 3 the same yeah. year. Yeah. That'd be kind of a little too much, man. That'd be a little too much for me. A little, I like Nas to be a little more rare than that because it makes his projects a little more special. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about that. I will still listen. I'm sure it would be great music regardless. But yeah. personally, I would rather Nas be a little more rare. <laughs> Yeah. So his albums are more seem like a more bigger event. Yeah. Did you want to hear so. a sneak peek of it? Yeah, we'll listen to it real quick. Uh, but I see the- a man reproduces himself. 
his child So when he leave here, he can just smile But I see fit to stay here a while Maybe by a timeshare somewhere Rock the bump gems and beach juice. Write a book each year You can write yourself out of your blessings Wreck your Lambo the first stages by driving too reckless Time is too precious, these some obvious lessons Please remind me to watch my step while I balance on edges Ski on the slopes of life, slide down the ave at night Watching the So I'm wondering, um... Is uh this say uh this so the song is called Big Nas and um it said the original song from Masterclass. So I'm not sure if that's a show or a movie. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. Yeah. Um but interesting. I'm not I'm not sure how I feel about that beat. Lyrically, Nas doing his damn thing on it. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that beat, man. I'm kind of sketchy on that. I gotta listen to it back. Maybe it sounds better. Yeah. And head with headphones, but I don't I don't know about that beat, man. I'm, I'm not too much of a fan. Um, mm-hmm. and I do wonder if naming it Big Nas is a shot or mention of Lil Nas X and what he's doing. Because I have been hearing mm-hmm. a few of the old heads talk about how they think it's kind of fucked up that Lil Nas X is doing what he's doing, mm-hmm. and he took Nas's name and Nas is cool with it. Mm-hmm. So I do kind of wonder, because you have to think when Nas collaborated with Lil Nas X, Lil Nas X wasn't the same Lil Nas X he is right now. Oh, yeah. He was uh, Old Town Road Lil Nas. Yeah. yeah. So we don't we don't know. I kind of I kind of wonder thinking of uh, looking at that track title, if that's kind of like a shot at mm. Lil Nas X and saying, hey, I'm Big Nas. I, I don't would, know about that other dude, but I don't know. I would be disappointed if it was, man. <laughs> Like we like Lil Nas, look man. I I guess Lil Nas has do rub people the wrong way, but if if he get a response or a diss, tra- I don't even know if it's a diss track, but if he responds to Lil Nas X on some shit like that, man, that like I would have never thought somebody like him would have rub so many people the wrong way. That's true, <laughs> but I ho- I hope it's not. I hope that's not his motivation for this song. <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know if it's a motivation for the song. I think it might might, might be uh, just a shot with the song title itself, maybe. But I don't know. Yeah. But I do. You got to wonder how he feels because if you mention the name Nas to anybody like under the age of twenty, yeah. they gonna immediately think of Lil Nas X. They ain't gonna think of Nasir Jones. His actual name is Nas. Yeah. Nasir Jones yeah. and this dude whose name isn't even it's Nas. Not, he just it's not took Nas. it. Yeah. He was like being it was kind of a joke naming yeah. himself Lil Nas X. And it yeah. just blew up. Yeah. But you gotta wonder how he feels about how this being what Nas is affiliated with in 2021 yeah. and not Queensbridge Illmatic Nas. But I don't know. Yeah. Now that's that's interesting. That's interesting. But I I feel like somebody like him being in the game for over 30 years, I want to say, uh, he he even been in wars with Jay-Z and all type, Dipset, all type of people. It should be, uh, Lil Nas shouldn't even pique his interest. Like, no disrespect. But yeah, it would be interesting if it was. Yeah. (laughs) I kind of wonder, we might never find out because Nas don't do no interviews. He don't really speak out in public like that. So unless he say something on a song, we never really going to know how he feels about it. But I do wonder how he feels about it. Yeah, we it's funny. We always talk about artists. You know, it's a lot of artists that's not really in tune to the Internet. Let's let's be real. Lil Wayne, I think, is one of them. I don't think he 
he's in tune to what's going on on Twitter and stuff like that. He, he thought 21 Savage was a group. Yeah. Yeah. So uh I feel like Nas is one of those people too. Because remember he remember somebody brung up um how Jay-Z always dropped something whenever he dropped something. Mm-hmm. And he had no idea. <laughs> he didn't even realize it. <laughs> so I'm wondering I wonder if he just like that far um that far away from what's going on, you know, in society when it comes to I guess the internet. Probably, probably. I doubt he's on Twitter, yeah. you know, at all. I think he is in tune with what goes on in hip hop. You yeah. know, of course, he knows of Lil Nas X and what he's been up to and what's so controversial about him right now. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, he's definitely not down <laughs> with the memes. Like yeah. he, he's one of those rappers where he, when he says something, he had one line. I forget what it was on his last album, but it was kind of cringy. <laughs> because he was bringing up some internet shit that happened like five years ago and it wasn't even cool no more. Yeah. I forget what he was, he was saying. I forget what it was. But I know something he's that about was Bitcoin and shit too. Yeah, the Bitcoin thing too. But yeah, he was, uh, there was something else he said that just rubbed me the wrong way. But uh, yeah, I think he's one of those types who he, he'll, he'll get down with a meme that when it's like two years old <laughs> <laughs> and he'll yeah. be his first time hearing it yeah. and we've already moved past it. So yeah. Yeah. That that's a prime example of somebody that don't know how fast the internet moves. Yeah, yeah, because nah, shit we was day. shit we was arguing about last week is no, f- we forgot about now. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's how quick it moves on. Nah, a hundred percent, man. <laughs> um, I did listen to one little EP. Alchemist got a new little project out called "This Thing of Ours Too." It's uh, only a few. It's an EP in a truest sense, man. It's only like five songs, uh, but I did enjoy it, man. They got some of my favorite rappers out right now. Mavi and Mike um, are on two of the songs. I like them a lot, and they did their thing on his The Loopers and Bruiser Brigade, who was uh, Danny Danny Brown's group, mm. um, was on it as well. Uh, it was a cool little project, man. Ben Staples is on, is on the last track, too. So... Cool. If you like Alchemist, I think you already know what to expect. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it was a nice listen, man. Nice so little is surprise. Is this a real hip hop album that or hip hop people man. should listen to? <laughs> Def, define, because that's where I, I feel like, as far as dope beats and dope rhymes, yeah, it's really hip hop. Yeah. But some, some people feel a certain type of way about Alchemist beats now. They're not heavy with the drums. Like, they, like some songs still got the drums on it, but yeah. some of them are just like a loop. Just yeah. repeated without see, no drums. See, or, I look at that as hip hop, man. Like I, I do too. Yeah, because Wu Tang was doing that shit for years. Yeah, and yeah, they just rap over anything, and uh, as long as it's a uh, sample. Yeah. So um, yeah, I never looked at that. I know a lot of people. I I think I wonder if it's mainly people from the south who don't really like that type of. Uh, stuff where it's just a uh, sample because I know my, my man Tab shout out to Tab Tech he hit me up he was he was shitting on the uh, I want to say it was West Side Gun album yeah. or uh, West Side Gun song with um with um Sauce Walker so that song didn't have a drum pattern on it <laughs> so it was just like a some type of uh, loop sample loop and he was just like nah I ain't like that song where's the drums at where's the beat <laughs> and you know some some people don't like that shit, but um, I I look at that as a hip hop album. I mean, uh, if, if it got that on there, I think it's a hip hop. I would 
put it in the in the uh, in the real hip hop category. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. But uh, these are artists who don't talk about you know typical rap stuff. Yeah. You know, like lyrically, they're they're fire. You know, I mm-hmm. like Mike and Mavi a lot, but they're not gonna be rapping about street shit necessarily. Yeah. So it depends on your definition of real hip hop, but I consider it real hip hop. Yeah. You know, okay. and I think it comes in many forms. Even back in the day, you had Tribe Called Quest and you had fucking NWA and, and gangster rap was blowing up. So it was yeah. always all different kinds of forms of quote unquote real hip hop, man. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I fuck with it. I really like how uh who Alchemist collaborates with now. Um, all the artists he dropped, he dropped a dope project with Bodie James earlier this yeah. year. Uh, that I still listen to. Me so too. nah. I really like how he puts me on to rappers I never even heard of before. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I become a fan of them because yeah. of his production and they they flow so well with the rhymes. So And that's how it should be, man. It shouldn't be a thing where, you know, um like I, I, I guess you these producers only collab with people that's hot already. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's how it started, man. You you know, it started you know, I ain't trying to be the old man on the porch, but it started with the you know the the DJ and some type of uh, some guy emceeing over the beat. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, that you never heard. <laughs> so that that's exactly what he doing, man. He you know he one of the best producers in the game, or I would probably say in history too. I would put him up there in the top yeah. ten or something like that. And he collabing with people um, that's not you know in rotation on the radio. And young too, man. He's bringing yeah. people to the spotlight that they're shoot 20, yeah. 22, 24. Yep. Because a so. producer like him, he don't have to collab with them. He could just stick around with the legends. But he's actually bringing people in the game to, to me, uh, bringing yep. them to the light. So I appreciate what he's doing, man. I, I, I hope we get to a time where more producers do that instead of, uh, oh, I only work with these. Artists. Mm-hmm. Or I got to get paid X amount before I work with anybody and shit yeah. like that, man. So yeah, just I, just collab and do some music with some good artists, no matter what they look like or yeah, how many followers they got and all that stuff. Just make some good music. I agree, man. I agree. So I do recommend that EP. Something to check out this weekend. Quick listen, only five tracks, but. Fire production, fire lyrics, qualified. fire artists on it. So, yes, definitely qualified. Um, there's a new singer with Wale featuring J. Cole, who yeah. I thought didn't do features no more. I guess yeah. he's lying about that, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what's this single sound I, like, man? I, I want to play it for you, man. All right, <laughs> I got to get right, your right. thoughts. I, uh, shoot, hopefully we can tweet this video out as a live reaction because you haven't heard <laughs> this song, right? I haven't heard this song at all. All right. I'm, I'm going to play it for you. Okay. Oh, no. Why? Why? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I'm going to be fair. I'm going to give it a shot. you going to lie, you going to love me. I was getting bras way before I got the money. Honey, since I've been a star, they don't love me. The ceiling got stars when the star got no ceiling. Stick it out. Poke it out. Stick it out. I mean... Yeah, she got a little You could do something new with this sound. They could have tried to chop it up a little bit. Dilla rolling his grades, man. Come on now. 
I've been letting things slide, they trying too hard. Cause I ain't left the city once, still travel abroad. Nigga, I'm back on my bar shit. They sticking behind the Civic, we in the car service. I really just mind my business and pray that God sort them. Can't really be long winded, you talking short money today. Right, we got cost cutting, can you stick that out? Well, look, skip to the J. Cole part, man, so I can get right. even madder. Where, where does J. Cole come in? She got herself a trainer. I know that nigga can't help but take a little peek. Uh. Cold world and full Lauren, cold starring. We both flexing, both Jacksons, both garden. These cap niggas that rap okay, with piss, okay. cold jargon. My latest whip, my latest chick was both foreign. I know all my yeah. hoes miss me. I've been the shit since I hit elementary. She know who run it, the one that keep it hunted. To find a better nigga, you gon' have to live a century. century. Evidently, the coach can't bench me. The franchise player, I don't know how to miss, and they can't buy a layup. I'm man, yeah, I mean, man. you did get benched when you quit. <laughs> so, I don't know about that. Like Not true, that player. is, Mr. Cole. Like the camera <laughs> you the big step on the landmine here. All right, man, I get it. I get it. Enough. <laughs> Enough of this. Enough of this. Like, look. Look, it's not. I just wish they did something new with the beat. I wish they didn't just take the. <laughs> the, yeah. the only thing they did with this is that they removed parts and just had the drum pattern play. Yeah. And they just brought the whole thing back in. Like Dilla took. Man, this is the Dilla beat, dog. Yeah. Don't disrespect a fucking Dilla beat like this. <laughs> At least chop up the sample. Do something to make Dilla proud. Don't do some shit like this, man. I don't like it. A uh, while I've never been a huge fan of him. I, I mean, it, I guess it don't sound bad. No, I think it, it's interesting that because when was the last time they made a song like that? This is like very radio TikTok yeah. friendly. They're talking about yeah. the little butts and like it was kind of confusing because when you when you see on paper Wale featuring J. Cole, what do you think? Is about to happen in that song. Do you think it's about to be lyrical miracle type shit, man? Yeah, or some p poetry or something like that. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't get that, man. So yeah. I was I was very confused when I heard that song. Like I was I was a little ticked off hearing the the um the sample, but I was very confused to the point I I'm wondering how old that song was. It sounded like that song was from 2009. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be yeah, a few I, years I, old. Yeah, so it was just like, a, let me see it on IG and poke that little thing out. And mm -hmm. it's just kind of cheesy to me. <laughs> like, for little, like, it looked like they were trying to aim for little kids. Yeah, man, kind of. And to be fair, when the song Vibrant Thing by Q-Tip came out, which is what's sampled here, uh, people were critical of that, too. Yeah. Because Q-Tip was not that kind of artist yeah. to make a dance song Check like that. Out, Talking about girls and asses and shit. Yeah. So no this was man. actually, I mean, we see it as a classic because I was a little kid when yeah. this song came out. So we was bobbing. Yeah, I actually liked the song as a kid, but yeah, as, yeah. as Q-Tip. Like, is yeah. this the same guy from uh, uh, Tribe Quest? Park West? Yeah. Yeah, so it was a radio hit, but Tribe Called Quest didn't have no radio hits like this yeah. at the time. Uh -huh. So it was kind of seen as him kind of selling out. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a cool song, man. You just got to think about the context when it came out. I think it's fire. I do remember, I think, uh, didn't. Fat Tony sample the song too. 
Uh, I, think I think he, he had a vocal sample. He, he had a. I think he. Uh, I think he. Yeah, I think he actually said a bar from it. Yeah, it was true. part of the hook. hook. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah. But yeah, man. At least he ain't take the damn beat and just rapped over it. Yes. <laughs> and the lyrics are kind of whack. I gotta say, man, when you really think about it, I, I, like his flow is good on this song, but the lyrics don't really make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, this song was actually criticized when it came out by the real hip hop heads. Yeah. So maybe that's the vibe they were going for. You think that there's some lyrical rappers on a track, but there's actually going to be a dance song the same way Q-Tip was seen as this, you know, more conscious rapper at yeah. the time. And then he came out with a radio pop hit. Yeah. So I get that, I guess, but it, I just wish it's, like it's still, a lazy sample. St- still, even in this day and age, man, we we kind of went past the way where you know uh, artists got to come out with a radio hit, yeah. Because now it, that that's what I love about hip hop. Now it's so many different artists that can stay in their lane and just keep doing what they're doing. That's why I get pissed off when people say Meg need to switch it up. She need to rap about something else and like it's a lane for everybody. <laughs> like she don't like I'm sure yeah she's a star and you know people expect to hear more stuff from her because. We put her up there, but it's so many lanes. Like, Juicy J can make uh, strip club songs all day long. And, it, you know, if that's making this money, that I mean, that's a lane for that. We're we not asking Juicy J to make a love song, or mm. he's not pressured by the label to come out with a club hit and then a love song and then a street record. Like, re, the, the the old school Interscope 50 Cent um, formula, where he will come, uh, he'll drop a street single. And then he'll have a song for the club. Mm-hmm. And then he'll have an R&B song. Like, you don't have to do that now. So it, it's just weird to see somebody like a Wale who I think have his fan base. And, you know, they 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 like what Wale do. But I don't think they looking for something like this. So, it, it like, I don't know if he just pressured from getting pressure from the record label or what. But clearly J. Cole don't have to do that. He haven't... <laughs> I think his last album was the first time he had um, fucking features. So, yeah. So, you know, he clearly do what he want to do and is successful. So I just don't understand. It seemed like somebody just put a gun up to their head and say, give me a radio TikTok hit right now. <laughs> and they, like, it's like they didn't even have to do that. So I, I'm just curious, uh, you know, how that happened. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, yeah, it, but it's kind of weak. Like I said, the sample just didn't do it for me. J. Cole with his lying ass talking about I'm not doing features no more. <laughs> and then this song come out. I'm about to retire. Yeah, I'm going to retire <laughs> after this next album. Like, okay, I believe when I see it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, it, that, that song ain't do nothing for me, man. Yeah. It wasn't as upsetting as the Return of the Max sample. I'll say that. Oh much. yeah, 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 yeah. But I, what was the point of even putting that song the, out? The, man? Have you yeah. heard it even once no. since it dropped? I heard it probably one time, and I was kind of pissed off they played it. I was at, <laughs> I was at like a little sports, a black owned sports bar, the little, you know, you know the little places they be having brunch and all that shit. The black mm-hmm. folks, and um, they actually played that. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck requested this? So like you could have just played the real version and like you ain't have to play this, but I haven't heard that song in a minute and that's kind of my beef with Hitmaker, because I felt like he just digging he just digging in the nineties for the hottest song during that time to 
Yes. Throw some 808s over it. And it, it's a little irritating, man. Like, just go to the B-sides. The B like, mm-hmm. look look for something that ain't really get that much play that should have. And you flip that. How how we used to do back in the day. How we would flip an old Al Green uh, beat that wasn't the hottest song on the album or something. And turn it into something. <laughs> do, do People what, just do, lazy, do man. They want a quick did. hit. You see how Jay Z did Dead Presidents? Like what? What song? Like a lot of people don't uh, didn't even know what song that came from the Nas yep. sample, and it it wasn't like it was the hottest song on Nas album or something like that. It was it was just like a little piece, and Jay Z made it to a hot song, like he said, you made it a hot line, you made it a hot he song. Did. And Jay Z's big biggest song at the time, Hard Knock Life, sampled Annie. Yeah. Now think about it. Before this song came out, if you heard that Jay, a rapper's gonna rap over a sample from the movie a Annie, mus- a musical, <laughs> a music, you would have laughed at him. <laughs> yeah, but somebody actually took a risk, said, "Hey, this shit sounds fire. We can make it into a hip hop song," and it worked. Mm-hmm. What happened to that kind of creativity in producing, man? Yeah. I feel like it's just gone now. Yeah. Next thing you know, somebody's going to be sampling in the club by 50 Cent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, pretty sure somebody yeah. already and has. I, not, and another thing, yet. I know I'm going on a rant. I'm tired it's of all good. I'm tired of the pandering, low-hanging fruit birthday songs, man. Yeah, the me birthday, too. The birthday songs are so irritating. And they all sound the same. Like, oh, if you're a bad bitch, it's your birthday. And it's just like, that's so low-hanging fruit, man. I don't know. I guess niggas running out of shit to rap about. <laughs> so yeah, recycling or something. I don't know, but I'm. They want a too. quick hit. They want something that's gonna bang with the ladies, man. But yeah, it's it's lazy. And uh, uh, the birthday song has been played out. <laughs> I feel like they they should have killed it after Two Chains and Kanye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was that was the last good birthday song we got. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything after that has been whack. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, let's please kill the birthday songs, please, people. <laughs> All right, without further ado, man, let's get into some topics. Um, a lot that's happened over the past couple of weeks, and we're going to break all it down for y'all like we always do. Uh, first off, one of the biggest news in hip-hop in recent history, the Super Bowl halftime show was announced. Which number Super Bowl is this? I already forgot. Man, I don't know. 50-something. I can't, I can't keep Super Bowl. Which one is this? Yeah, Super Bowl. I can't read Roman numerals. Help! It's too. (laughs) Uh, shit. It's a Super Bowl fifty-five. Okay, is that fifty-five? Wait, is it fifty-five? I'm looking right now. I think it is. It's okay. Last year was fifty-four. Yeah, it's fifty-five. So this is fifty-five. Okay, Super Bowl fifty-five. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's Super why, Bowl 55. Would, why the hell do we need to know? Uh, new, I don't even think that L is a real um, Roman numeral. Is it? I think they. I want to say the Super Bowl switched that up. It is to make it look cool. No, uh, no, it is Roman. I can only count Roman numerals up to a certain amount, and yeah. the '50s is what confused me. Okay, Super Bowl fifty-six. Oh, fifty-six. Okay. Last year, 55. I know we sound dumb as hell on this podcast. <laughs> my bad. Super Bowl 56. <laughs> the halftime show has been announced. <laughs> and it's very surprising, man. A very surprising lineup of hip-hop-centric guests is going to feature Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, 
and Mary J. Blige. <laughs> um, so yeah, all of them doing the, the halftime show for the first time ever, obviously. Um, and very surprising that they got Dr. Dre out of his house to do anything, let yeah. alone perform in yeah. front of a live audience. <laughs> so yeah, man, uh, big, big news. I do hear a lot of people saying, still saying, oh, we like the NFL again. Oh, we, we <laughs> yeah. getting the bone thrown again. Now we, we don't yeah. care about Kaepernick I, no more. I, yeah, I seen that. And I also saying, what, what happened to y'all trash and Jay-Z? Yep. Because uh, Dr. Dre gave credit to Jay-Z on camera saying, hey, Jay helped me d- help make this happen. He was mm-hmm. the reason why I'm doing this. <laughs> no, 100%, man. But yeah, I don't, I hear people talking spicy saying, "Hey, now we cool with the NFL again?" Suddenly, I am surprised Kendrick is doing it. Me too. I gotta say, uh, I think he might face some critic. Out of everybody, I think he's the one who might face the most criticism for it mm. because of you know what his albums have been about, yeah. what he's apparently stood for. You know, we got to keep in mind that Colin Kaepernick was blackballed out the league. Still ain't played, still ain't been signed to a team, and now we have him doing a Super Bowl show. So yeah, interesting. It, yeah, it to me in the grand uh in the grand scheme of things, it makes sense because we know he have an album coming out. The album yes. might be out or it might be around where it come out. But um just looking at Kendrick Lamar t- uh as the artist, it I never would have thought he performed at a Super Bowl <laughs> like that. Yeah, me neither, man. Um, I am kind of surprised, but let's talk about the whole lineup, man. First off, what was your reaction to this being announced? And how do you think it's going to play out? Like, do you think it's going to be a good show? Or what do you think the actual performance itself is going to be like? Um, When I first seen this lineup, I was very surprised. And um, it wasn't random to me because I know Dr. Dre played a big part in each of these people's careers. So even, I know Mary J. Blige, because, you know, first of all, they're doing the Super Bowl in L.A. So it it kind of makes sense, to, you know, for, for Dr. Dre and Snoop and even Kendrick. But um, Mary J. is from New York, and she she came up under Diddy. <laughs> and But one of her biggest songs were produced by Dr. Dre. And so um, that that kind of makes sense a little bit to why he got got her on there, and then the same thing with Eminem, man. He um, some Dr. Dre's, you know, I guess his his last greatest work, I guess his last work was with Eminem. <laughs> so it, you know, all of that kind of makes sense. It, it, this kind of seemed like his own personal verses. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I I think it makes sense. It'd be interesting to watch it. I, I ain't gonna sit here and say hell yeah, like we needed this. But I I, I think it's I, this is probably the closest to rap we gonna get we ever got. We haven't we haven't got anything like this at a halftime show. So uh, I'm just excited about that alone. Just outside of the actual you know songs they'll be uh, performing. But um, the one thing I, I I ain't really seen nobody talk about this, but Dr. Dre been under a lot of shit when it comes to the the, the divorce, the uh, the um, remember the Michelet shit and the, mm-hmm. you know women and all that, the the beat by Dre, all all that shit. 
So I'm kind of surprised that uh, nobody really rallying or bringing that shit up like it is. I don't know. Maybe they bring it up when they get closer to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But um, it's kind of surprising. I'm uh, I'm wondering if it's going to be something where he have to back out <laughs> at some point if it, if the noise get way too loud. So that that was one of the first things I was thinking about. But as far as the whole lineup, man, um, I look, man, I I'm down with Cap too. I I think it's fucked up what um, what happened and how they did it. But look, man, you don't get we don't get shit like this a lot, man. And it's a lot of black people to still watch the NFL. Let's be real. <laughs> and um, I think it's good to have something like this on the West Coast, man. And because they could have easily just got some regular ass band to perform, or some type of female artist, some you know uh, J Lo type of artist, and call it a day. But it's good to see uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop, uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop, Mary J, M, and Kendrick. Man, so I I don't really have a big problem with it, but um, this is a big deal to me. <laughs> Oh, it definitely is, man. Um, and yeah, the Dr. Dre thing is interesting. I do wonder if the heat will get turned up by Blue Check Twitter as the, <laughs> we get closer to, to the halftime show I, I was, or I was the Super Bowl to, itself. I wanted to say it on Twitter too, but I was scared to bring it up, man. I don't want to be part of Blue Check Twitter. Oh yeah, and bring up shit like that. <laughs> but I haven't seen nobody say it. I kind of just wanted to tweet like, "Hey, I haven't seen nobody talking about this." <laughs> I know, but I, I mean, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. And I also think that's low key why they included Mary J. Blige to keep women happy and focused on that. And yeah. not on Dr. Dre himself yeah. for the problematic things he's done in the past. So I think, yeah, that might be a bone thrown because my first thought was, what does Mary J. Blige have to do with any of these people? Mm-hmm. Like she's more East Coast Diddy, bad boy affiliated than yeah. Death Row, Aftermath, Dr. Yeah. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem and all them. Yeah, Interscope. So mm-hmm. that was my first thought. But then thinking about it now, I'm like, okay. They want to keep the black women happy and satisfied so they don't have to focus on Dr. Dre and what he's done in the past. Yeah. So because I don't what, know, what man. What other woman will he bring out if if he had to pick another woman to perform on a big stage like that? That that was kind of his production. Um, if that makes sense. Uh... Off the top of my head, I can't really think of any yeah, like what women have you worked with. Like, yeah, it wouldn't make sense for Rage to be <laughs> up front like that. I'm sure mm-hmm. uh, it would be cool if he brung her out unexpected, and then you know I rock rough. You don't, yeah, you don't, my, an, you don't announce her, man. You exa- don't announce exactly, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mary J. Blige, he, he did have the one song, the um, what Family Affair? I think yeah, it's Family think Affair. So. Yeah, I think he produced that song. So. Um, that kind of makes sense, and let's be real, they, Mary J probably just performing that song. No, probably. <laughs> I don't I think. Mean, I don't think she performing nothing. You Super Bowl, you ain't got that much time. <laughs> it's fifteen minutes, man. They got like five <laughs> niggas up there, yeah. <laughs> so there ain't gonna be a lot of time. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, I, I, I to be honest. Like, look, I, I, I'm not going to front. It's a big moment for hip hop. You know, we've never had, you know, a straight up rap show, to my knowledge, yeah. in, during a halftime show. 
And you think with rap being the biggest genre out that we would have been had one, but you know, it's old folks watching NFL. They yeah, try to cater to politics. that most of all. Exactly. But I don't know how much I, I'm not really a huge fan of this Power Rangers ass lineup they got. <laughs> yeah. Man. Because let's keep it real. <laughs> Even though I'm not a huge fan of Eminem, Eminem could have his own halftime show by himself. Mm-hmm. And he could bring out Dre and Snoop. Yeah. But the way it's rolled out, it's like Dr. Dre, who, let's be real, (laughs) the least relevant of everybody right now in terms of music Mm -hmm. is like the headliner. He was the first man in the picture. He was at the head of like Dr. Dre in the pips. Yeah, it looked like in the picture. I'm David Ruffin, and these are the temptations. And I understand like they're doing it because Dr. Dre is so rare. Mm-hmm. That it's a big deal to see him perform, but he ain't had a hit album in like over twenty years, man. So yeah, it was interesting to have him front and center. I thought they would have Kendrick front and center, just yeah. because he's the most musically I, relevant of all of them. Yeah. But he was in the back row. Yeah, and I think they only had him on there because um, I heard a couple people saying, you know, Kendrick shouldn't be on there. They should put Ice Cube on there. And that really wouldn't have made sense because who, yeah. who the fuck is you catering to at this point? Uh, niggas from the 80s and 90s? <laughs> because everybody, if you take Kendrick off of that and put Ice Cube, everybody in there, oh, like who who know, who know knows about that? You got to bring some, you got to bring some young people in to watch, uh, re- yeah. give a, young people a reason to watch. And Kendrick is top, probably 1A. <laughs> you got Drake, that's one, and maybe... Kendrick won it, whatever, however you want to flip flop it. That's like the number one artist out right now. And you got him in the background. <laughs> it's kind of wild, man. It is, because honestly, <laughs> maybe it wouldn't be the biggest halftime show ever, but I do feel like Kendrick could do his own halftime show. He could put on a because good show. Because yeah. if The weekend could do one all by himself, I feel like Kendrick definitely should be able to. I'm no, I know Kendrick's not as big as The Weeknd is, yeah. but he's one of the biggest rap stars out right now. Mm-hmm. He has a good collection of music, songs everybody's heard of by now. Yeah. He could bring out Taylor Swift, maybe. And they could do <laughs> fucking Bad Blood and get all the white women going crazy. I don't know. <laughs> but I feel like he could do one by himself. Uh, Eminem could do one by himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ice Cube, it wouldn't make a lot of sense, mainly because of the controversy Ice Cube has been in as well yeah. recently with yeah. his comments about Trump and all this stuff. So I think they wanted to, you know, make this as as unproblematic unprob- of a show as possible yeah. politically. So yeah, I'm just not a huge fan of all these people who the random lineup. I feel deserve their own show. Yeah. Being mushed together because this is the only way you could get rap in a halftime show. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that, man. Because Maroon Five old ass got their own show. Yeah, and they had some special guests. They brought up Travis Scott and Big Boy. Yeah, to, to give them some black credit, I guess. <laughs> and that was kind of weird, but they got their own halftime show by themselves, man. Yeah, and to have all these legends just kind of mushed together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of it. Like, I'm sure it'll be a good show. 
But yeah. like I said, 15 minutes long. Yeah. Like what? They just going to do a mismatch of a whole bunch of sh- uh, yeah. songs. You're going to get a one, two, three. And yeah. Two, four. <laughs> That's all Snoop's going to do. I yep. guarantee you. Yep. And Eminem going to get on and they going to do. Nowadays, everybody want to talk. What the doctor yes. going to say? Nothing comes And then out. Eminem is going to do Lose Yourself right after that. I hope you don't <laughs> do that song. <laughs> he has to. Eminem has to yeah. lose yourself at the Super Bowl halftime show, man. <laughs> it's gonna be corny as shit, but he has to. That's the, gonna be the biggest song. That's gonna get the biggest reaction yeah. out the white folks in that stadium. So you know he has to do that song. <laughs> and then Kendrick, I don't know what Kendrick's gonna do. I hope not bad blood. I hope he does it, something. No, no, what he, is Kendrick gonna do? He gonna, He's gonna do all right. He has to do all right. Uh, he has to do all right. Uh, what is what is Kendrick? Okay, let's, let's take let's be, take a, the 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 one thing I was thinking about he might do. I don't even know how long he gonna have, but um, yeah, I think he might. I, I'm gonna take a shot in the dark. I'm gonna say he probably either gonna do swimming pools, okay. or he probably gonna do the uh, be humble. He probably gonna okay. It's probably gonna mash up to be humble. Nah, okay. We gonna Sarah, make a Sarah, game Sarah, out of this. All right. We we gonna list all the artists and we gonna say what songs do you think they're gonna do during a halftime show? First mm-hmm. off, Dr. Dre. <laughs> uh, Figgy, what do you think uh, Dr. Dre is gonna perform at the halftime show? I think he gonna. Um, damn, we should get the times and try to add up the time, but we do that next time. Yeah, but, I mean, it's yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I think. I think they're gonna kick the show off with one, two, three, and to the foes. Do it, dog, it, dog, it's not that dress. Okay, think, okay, I th- okay. I, th- I think that's how they're gonna start the uh, the song off. So uh, next, uh, I I don't know if you want to count that as a I, yeah. I guess uh, yeah. Th- these are songs I'm gonna say without the Dre. They gonna play number the G thing, mm-hmm. um, and then they gonna still. They, what's the name of this song? Um, it's still Dre Day, nigga. Hey, K. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's still the it's still the, it's still DRE. I think it's still DRE. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they go uh go into that. Um I'm trying to think. Ugh. That might be it for Dr. Dre. Because that's probably like a good uh probably like a good five minutes right there. Four or five minutes yeah. right there was those two songs. Um. Oh man. Um. Mary J is gonna play a f- uh, family affair. Okay. I think it's. Gonna, I, I think that's gonna be it for her. <laughs> I, 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 I think that's gonna be it. <laughs> um. Eminem. Uh, Eminem. I think he gonna play. Um. Uh. Forgot about Dre. That's a Dre song, but yeah, okay. I think I, yeah, I think that's gonna be part of his shit. <laughs> Cause okay. I don't, I don't think the, uh, the that's the shit to suck about this man. These are big artists, so I, like I wouldn't be surprised if Eminem have a little uh, uh, maybe that song and another song. So I'm gonna say okay. I'm gonna say forgot about Dre, and then uh, that's gonna go into lose yourself. Okay. Um. Um, who else? Uh, Snoop. I don't know what he gonna play, man. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of a. Uh, I'm gonna go with Snoop. Snoop's gonna do gin and juice. 
Okay. Okay, that makes sense. I agree with that. I agree. And he has to do a song. I mean, yeah. Uh, Still DRE is a Dre song. What else is he going to do? Yeah. If he does, hey, hey, I, gotta, actually, I think that might be it for Snoop. Yeah, you got to remember too. Even though these are Dre songs with Snoop on it, that might be that might be it for Snoop. I don't yeah. think he's gonna get his own shit. So um, that might that might be. It. I agree with that. I think it's gonna be Jen, uh, Jen the Juice. Um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna throw a dark horse in there too. I know this might be a lot of songs, but uh, I think Dr. Dre gonna. Perform uh, California Love because they're okay. Cali. I see that. I see yeah. that. Yeah, I think he's gonna do that too. Yeah, you got to do it. I'll be shocked if they didn't do that in, in L.A. Um, and um, uh, Kendrick, I think it's gonna be uh, be humble, man. <laughs> unless unless he drop a uh, unless he have a hot song out for the, from his new album or something. I think it's gonna be be humble. <laughs> I think he's gonna do all right. All right, okay. <laughs> um, and what else? What else is his biggest? I don't think he's gonna I, do bad blood, even though it's probably nah. his biggest song. He yeah. can't do bad blood up there. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna say know. I'm gonna say swimming pools too. Okay, I can see yeah. that too. I, I I I feel like it's gonna go uh, swimming pools and then go right into be humble. Okay, I think um, I think he might do the Black Panther song too, oh, just because of Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, I think he's gonna that. do. I think he's gonna do that one. What's it called? All the stars. Yeah, yeah. It's they're gonna have a memorial section for Chadwick Boseman, and they're gonna put his picture on the back. I feel like that's gonna happen, man. So yeah, I think he's gonna do the Black Panther song. Um, <laughs> I pretty much agree with most of what you said for Dre. I think he might take it back for a second and do Strat of the Compton too. Oh, Just his yeah, verse. okay, okay. I That's feel like he has answer. to at least do a, yeah. at least a little bit of Strat of the Compton. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And they might look. Ice Cube might show up there. He yeah. might have not been announced, but he might yeah. just show up for a quick Strat of the Compton <laughs> mix. And then go out. Yeah. All right. So, what about this? Who you think gonna make a a, a cameo or some type of little brief appearance? I know there's five people on here already. I know. I know. So, so this got to be, be like many. ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> appearance. A quick half of a verse. Yeah. And then you out of there. I think Ice Cube might show up. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think he might show up just for a, a NWA reunion at Come the halftime show. Crazy they, they, yeah. That'll, that'll be hype. Man. I would like. You have I would to like do that. It. Yeah. So I think they might do that. Um, mm-hmm. Besides that, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I, if, if Nate Dog were still here, I would say Nate Dog, but he's not. So yeah. Yeah. I, I think that might be about it. Yeah, and I got. I'm trying to put into mind because this is a Super Bowl halftime, so you can't just have anybody up there. Yeah. And um, yeah, and, and like I said, it's only 15 minutes. Is it 15? Yeah, 15 minutes or about minutes? the performance itself is about 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you could do but so much. So I don't want to because I my first initial thought was maybe he'd bring out Lady uh, uh Lady of Rage for like a hot second. There are rough, rough and stuff with my just to do that little mm-hmm. quick piece and get out, but. It's the Super Bowl, and it's they. It's so much songs on here you can do before that, and um, yeah, 
I think it's going to be nothing but the G thing, still DRE. I think you're going to throw in California Love. Um, yeah, Mary just got the one song, Family Affair. I think yeah. she, let's get it crumped on the, and, and she out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Forgot About Dre. Lose yourself. I don't know about lose yourself, man. It's, it, he it's, has to do lose yourself. It's man. a lot of joints on here, man. One of these joints got to get left off, just off the strength of time. Honestly, like I feel more confident that they might not do forgot about Dre, and mm-hmm. he'll just do lose yourself rather than mm-hmm. him just doing forgot about. Because forgot about Dre is an old ass song, man. I, we like it as yeah. hip-hop heads, but I think I, most people don't even remember that song like that. See, I'm just thinking off the strength of him and Eminem was on there. Yeah, and, I know. I agree. Like I said, this is the Dr. Dre halftime show with yeah. the Pips. So um, I think he would want to do stuff with his production. That's how I'm kind of looking at it. I know Kendrick. I know he ain't produced Humble. Or um, I don't think he produced swimming pools. He didn't produce uh, most shit for Kendrick he, he, or anything, really. He, the stuff he produced for Kendrick wasn't like the hot songs. Or yeah. for, you know, was the singles or nothing. So I don't think Kendrick will perform no B-side Dr. Dre stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. <laughs> okay. Um, so to recap. For Dr. Dre, we're all saying the kind of the same thing. Nothing but a G thing. Still DRE. California love. And I think he might throw straight out of Compton out and he might bring Ice Cube to do his verse real quick. Um, For Mary J. Blige, family affair. I, I agree. I, I don't think she's going to do a whole lot. Um, Eminem, we say forgot about Dre or lose yourself. I think he's definitely going to do lose yourself. You think he's definitely going to do Forgot about Dre. Yeah. So we'll we'll see if we're we might both be right there. Yeah. Snoop, I think we both kind of agree you're just gonna do gin and juice or some other I can't think of any other huge Snoop Dogg hit that yeah. he could do on a Super Bowl stage, man. Yeah. And we know he's gonna do uh nothing but a G thing, which is a Snoop Dogg song too. But yeah, yeah I, I don't know. If he if he if he does get a song by himself, I think it might be gin and juice. Yeah, I, think that's about I it. agree. And that's a Dr. Dre production. Yeah. Um, With Kendrick, you said be humble in swimming pools. I said he's going to do all right in all the stars. And so, yeah, that's it. Well, well I'm going to keep this in a rundown and we're going <laughs> to revisit this in, no, uh, in February and see if we were right. We might yeah. both be wrong, man. Might throw yeah. us for a loop and just do. Goofy new He's shit. Doing, drop that. it like it's hot. <laughs> drop it like it's hot. <laughs> like this, Bring Pharrell too. Yeah, Dr. Dre. This is stuff off my new album. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. He might do something off the Compton album that nobody listened to. <laughs> God, you, I'd be forgetting he, that he album might, even came man. out. He man. might because Kendrick was on that album too. He was that forgettable <laughs> ass album. Oh my god! You gonna bring out that uh, game? <laughs> <laughs> Dog, if game came out for the Super Bowl halftime show, I know the world is ending. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they brought out game himself, that, that would be so fucking funny. Do you think Fifty gonna be there? I uh, doubt it. S- somebody uh, mentioned that to me. They think he might. 
Mm. I, I wouldn't be surprised, man. But I think 50 Cent is a big name to be on the on the yeah. rundown. Yeah. So I I'll have a hard time believing he just gonna make a brief appearance like that. I think I think it would have been smart to have him on the rundown. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be there. And I have to say, it would be a great moment to see Dre, Eminem, and 50 on the same stage in 2021. I can't, I don't know when the last time they were all on stage together was. Yeah. It has to be like 15, 20 years ago at this point. Yeah. But yeah. that'll be a dope moment to see yeah. them all reunited on the stage. But yeah. I doubt, I don't think it's going to happen, man. Yeah. Th- That's the other thing nobody really talking about, too. Um, Remember Snoop was kind of shitting on Eminem as like the yes. best rapper. Did they ever patch that up? Eminem was kind of salty about that shit. No, nah, he too. was. He yeah. was. So I wonder, um, did they patch it up? Was it a misunderstanding or something? <laughs> I mean, look, the bag come first, and I feel like they're both mature enough to be able to perform. But I do wonder if they're gonna have a, if they have had a conversation or if they're going to. Yeah, because I feel like that's something that has to be squashed between them. Yeah, before they go out and act all friendly. And yeah, they ain't about to be no Dipset versus. Yeah, where they ain't even see each other in a couple years and they exactly. But I, that's something I, I guess nobody really brung up <laughs> that he was sh- kind of shitting on Eminem for no damn reason. Nah, he was man. <laughs> Eminem like Eminem had a right to feel a certain type of way about that yeah. shit, man. Yeah, and Eminem label. treated him with with kid gloves. He could have went in, yeah. but he didn't. Yeah. So I mean, but nah, that that was kind of <laughs> fucked up with Snoop to do. It's talking yeah. about I could I don't need that shit. <laughs> I could do without that. Like damn, man. I mean, you can say you don't fuck with his music like that, but. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but that is interesting. I do wonder if they're going to patch things up before. Because I think they're both kind of stand-up guys and they can have a grown, mature yeah. conversation about shit. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see, man. But mm-hmm. exciting lineup. Great time for hip-hop. And, of course, we're going to break it down uh, when the Super Bowl goes down in February. Um, and this will be the first time in a while I'll be really invested in the halftime show. Me I have too. to say, me too. Yeah, I usually don't give a shit about. It. Like I'll watch it, but yeah. I usually don't give a shit about it. And when yeah. everybody is like, "Oh, remember who the fuck was it that said that the Shakira and J Lo halftime show was the greatest halftime show I of all who time?" Who said that? I remember. It was that. like some big media personality that said that shit. I think some ESPN nigga. I'm like, <laughs> what? Prince and Michael Jackson performed yeah. at this place. Yeah. And you think Shakira and Jennifer Lopez yeah. had the best halftime show of all uh, time? Uh, Bruno Mars' halftime show was better than that to me. Dog, Lady Gaga's that was, was better good. than yeah. a lot of people had better that, halftime that shows. Halftime than that. show was so forgettable, man. <laughs> it was really forgettable. It was cool for the moment. I mean, seeing some, you know, hips shaking and hips not lying mm-hmm. and all that shit, but dog, that's that. Halftime show was forgettable. It was, man. <laughs> it was that that shit. Yeah, it, it was here today, gone tomorrow. This yeah. hot take culture out of control now because that was ridiculous, man. And it was a decent halftime show. Yeah, like when it, went it got bad. announced, I was like, "Who gives a shit?" Yeah. But I enjoy watching they it. They put but, on a dog, good show. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't even top ten if we being honest. So, oh man, Prince made it rain, chill. man. When Duh, purple, that was it ridiculous. Rain when purple rain came on, man. <laughs> like, no, nah, you can't top that. <laughs> yeah, you really can't, man. Uh, shit, Madonna had a better one than them, man. So people gotta put respect on the legends' names. Yeah. Um. Okay. Other things to talk about. 
Uh, fucking man, have you? you we, I think we have both seen a new Dave Chappelle yeah. special. Yeah, it's called The Closer. Um, it's streaming now on Netflix. If you ain't seen it, it's about a little less than an hour long, and uh, there is very controversial as most Dave Chappelle stand up specials are now. Um, <laughs> I think the I think the heat has been turned on a little little more for this one though. Yeah, <laughs> because there are people who are saying they're not going to work with Netflix no more mm. because they put this out <laughs> and they're calling for a boycott. I don't know what they're calling for exactly, but I feel like the heat is a little, little, little hotter yeah. for this one. They, 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 I feel like they knew what to expect. Yeah. So, but I think the other one, they kind of didn't know it was coming. This one is like, all right, we know what to expect now. Yeah. So <laughs> let's get ready. Let's, you, yeah. you know how they do a, a, a like a march, like in the street, and yeah. you know it's a march coming. So the cops is all there. They ready. <laughs> like this ain't no unexpected. They was ready for this one. Yeah, I think so. And then the, some of the things he said were, I guess, triggering to some folks more so than usual. So. Yeah, it seems like it's a little hotter. I don't think Netflix has said anything. I think they're going to stand by it because, shit, they paid a lot of money for these specials, so they can't yeah. afford to just I, take it down. I, I think this is his last special on Netflix with the deal, Yeah, too. I think it, this is the end of his contract. Yeah. He did say it's going to be his last special for a while, mm-hmm. which basically means until they pay him more, he ain't doing nothing else. Pretty much, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah uh, so, I think this is his last one we're going to see for a minute. And shit, man. Let me get your thoughts on it first, man. I know we both watched it. Uh, do you think that Dave uh, had a great special here, or are the SJW LGBTQ trans community <laughs> right and he needs to be canceled? What's going on here, Figgy? Um, no, I actually enjoyed this, man. Um, I I ain't gonna sit here and say I was laughing my ass off or nothing, but I think at this point in his career. It's just a joy to sit there and and listen to him talk, man, because he's very, you know, he's a smart dude. He um, he got some funny jokes, but it's not this is not Kevin Hart funny where you just sitting there laughing at your family and all this other shit. He actually went in on shit and he's he's making you laugh. But in the same breath, it's like, oh, shit, that do make sense. Like it is fucked up what they doing. So uh, I really enjoyed that about um, Dave. I, I enjoyed that about Dave Chappelle. Period, man. He been doing that for a few years now, and um, this one I I didn't really. It, it's weird because I felt like the last one was a little rough. It, it to me the last one was rougher than this one. So uh, I don't think this one was just you know way <laughs> crossing the line type thing. It seemed like to me what I got from it. I only watched it one time. But what I got from this one was he was, it seemed like he was kind of trying to patch it up a little bit, but he was, but in the same breath, he was kind of calling them out a little bit saying, Hey, you know, y'all, you know, y'all trying to cancel this person for this. You know, he talked about the little baby situation or uh, the baby situation. And uh, he's saying, damn, y'all, you know, y'all trying to cancel him for this, but this nigga literally killed somebody at a Walmart and nobody said nothing about it. (laughs) Mm-hmm. There was no rage about that at all, but um, but you know he he it's, yeah he and in the same breath too he also said that you know he felt like little baby was out of line for what he said, so it's it seemed like he was kind of you know he 
he he wasn't trying to bash gay people or the community or nothing like that. But he was also saying, hey, look, look, what y'all doing ain't really fair. You know what I mean? Y'all kind of y'all kind of playing both sides. Y'all y'all doing this, but you know, y'all kind of playing both roles a little bit, if that makes sense. Y'all kind of tinkering, you know, y'all getting mad at the wrong shit at certain times, I guess. But overall, man, I I, I enjoyed the doc, man. He, like I said, you ain't about to sit there. This ain't fucking Chris Tucker up there, you know, Mm -hmm. back in the 90s. You know, he's literally up there just kicking shit about, you know, what's going on in the world. And making it funny, man. I I really enjoy that type of stuff. And I don't. And as far as like the jokes and all that stuff, I don't think anything was bad. I was actually kind of touched uh, from the um the trans uh, comedian that that mm-hmm. killed herself. I, I I ain't know nothing about that. I, at first, I'm thinking like, is this a joke? And maybe you're just making it up. But it was actually real. I'm like, damn. I I never knew that. And. It was kind of like damn, like him telling that story, because remember, mind you, that I forgot the lady's name, but um, she pretty much took up for, she stood up for uh, Dave Chappelle from the last stand of the sticks and stones, mm-hmm. and saying, hey, like no, nah, he's not like that type thing, and um, it, it 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 to me, I feel like Dave Chappelle pointed a picture or painted a picture that hey. Like y'all was sitting, y'all y'all sitting here bashing me for this, or y'all and y'all also started bashing her for sticking up for me. Who you know who is a trans person, and you know you don't know what she was going through in life, and she ended up taking her own life. You know what I mean, we, we don't know the reason why, but she took her own life. So it it, it seemed like he was kind of holding them accountable a little bit to me. That's how I, that's how I came across to me, where he was. You know, he respect them, but he was kind of holding them uh, resp- uh, accountable. And I, I appreciate that type of stuff. But I, I thought it was I thought it was good, man. OK, OK. Um, me personally, I was disappointed, man. Mm. Um, I felt like Dave just mailed this one in. I feel like he was trying to like an artist with their last album on a deal. And he just yeah. want to get out the deal. So he just dropped any old thing and say, hey, this is my last album with so-and-so. I feel like that's kind of what happened here, man. Mm. Um, and, and and Dave Chappelle, for better or worse, he is no longer like a comedian comedian. Yeah, he's he not like, Martin Lawrence. And, yeah, you know, he, he just gets so up crazy. there and talks. And, and yeah. it's sometimes funny with the things he says. Yeah. But the first 10 to 15 minutes of this special – was painful to me like it was so unfunny that i really thought about just turning it off Mm. because all this shit he was saying like he was trying to make some jokes but they were just weird jokes man and the the whole thing about clifford the big black nigger where the fuck you sound like i was like yo what is he talking about right now man (laughs) i felt like i was seeing him fall off in front of my eyes Mm -hmm. so I was like, man, this is tough. I, I remember I was getting on Twitter. 
I was I was distracting myself, man. I was bored. Yeah. And I'm usually very invested in the Dave Chappelle <laughs> special. But this one, I was fucking checking Twitter. I was on the computer. I was like, uh, <laughs> OK, hopefully I'll laugh soon, man. And I remember the first time I did bust out laughing a couple times on his special. It wasn't until like fucking halfway through the special. Man. But I did laugh. The first time I bust out laughing is when he did the 1980s gay face. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like, mouth out. No, that was hilarious. Yeah. But everything before that, I was like, oh, man, this is not this is not really comedy. Yeah. It's more like and I feel like as a comedian, your stand up special is like your album. Yeah. And your mixtape or project is just a random show you do at a comedy club, mm. you know, because at a comedy club, you, you test material out, you see what works, what doesn't, you being more experimental yeah. and you're not afraid to not get a laugh. Yeah. But your standup special is supposed to be it's the final like project, the, the final product of what you've been working on. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with artists and their album, the album means more. The standup special means more for a comedian. And Dave Chappelle, I checked. Dave Chappelle has way more Netflix specials than he has regular ass specials. Mm. He had two specials before this. He had Killing Him Softly on HBO and For What It's Worth in 2004 on Showtime. He didn't have shit after that until 2017 when he signed that Netflix deal. And he's he had... Surpa- he surpassed that. All his yeah, he's stuff. had one, two, three, four, five six seven specials on netflix now damn yeah i didn't realize he had that many damn yes he's had seven specials like some of them were sold as a double pack so Mm. you watch one but it's two specials in one Mm. but he's had seven netflix specials now and i gotta be real man like because we still remember some of the jokes from his first two specials i still remember him talking about the white boy who wanted to race the cop and they was high and he was scared, but the white kid and you see how the white, the police treat the white people. And then the whole trick of the joke about how, uh, you think uh, he, he was riding through the hood and saw a baby on the corner. <laughs> then there was the, uh, the Sunny D commercial about the grape juice in the back. Like there were some classic yeah. ass bits yeah. and looking back, I remember nothing from these Netflix shows and I watched yeah. them all. Yeah, I watched all of them, man. I can't remember. I can't. If you put a gun to my head, I couldn't think of a single joke from any of them past this one I just watched. Yeah. So now, do you think the Netflix Dave Chappelle is um, would you is it fair to say this this was a different type of Dave Chappelle? Um, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because like I said, um, he he not up there doing he not doing Chappelle show. <laughs> Yeah. It seemed like he up there, you know, a couple of uh, uh, specials. He was sitting there smoking cigarettes. And it seemed like he just more laid back having a conversation. Because I actually went to a Chappelle, uh, a Dave Chappelle stand-up here. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the typical, you know, it wasn't Ashley Larry there. Or, you know, he doing these, you know, these bits he used to do and all this other shit. It wasn't Tyrone Biggums and all that. It was more of a... He was smoking a cigarette. It was a conversation. It, like he he was liter he could have literally been reading the newspaper and talking about what's going on in the news and then kind of twisting it a little bit into jokes. 
where he kind of laugh a little bit, where uh, where he kind of spitting wisdom, but he he making you laugh with it. Talk yeah. about you know talk about the school. I think I can't remember if this was a, a Netflix special or what, but I remember him talking about the uh, like the school shootings mm-hmm. and how um, I guess what. Uh, I guess in the, in the schools they showing you where to go and all this other stuff when the school shooting happened, and the the school shooter is like, all right, where do we go now? Now what? Oh yeah, how? I remember that one too. Yeah. Yeah. So just little shit like that is kind of like, damn, it's funny. It's not it's not Chappelle's show funny, but it's kind of uh like I don't know if if this is his vibe now, where he just kind of chill a little bit. He just talk about what's going on in the world and twist it into a little humor. No, I definitely think that's what it is, man. And he used to have, uh, I think, a few writers worked with him in the past as well. And now I think it's all just him. And it's more it's more humorous observations than it is comedy. Yeah. Because it's just like a guy just talking about shit that's going on. Exactly. But it's not yeah. comedy really in a traditional sense. Like yeah. Chris Rock. Chris Rock still does comedy. Yeah. You know, Chris Rock does comedy comedy. Mm-hmm. And Dave Chappelle is just kind of talking at you. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I do think he has an interesting pers- perspective in most cases, but you also can kind of see how he's become kind of more detached now that he's rich and famous and kind of isolated. Yeah. So he don't really talk about. I don't know. I expected a lot more from this from this special, considering yeah. all that's gone on in the past year. Yeah. I thought there would be a lot more, and for him to go back on this fucking trans shit, man. Like, yeah, he spent. That's the my only problem. He spent a lot of time talking about the this. entire last half of the special is talking about the trans community and LGBTQ. Yeah, that's, and I. That's why I thought he was. I don't know if he was trying to make up for the last one, trying to a little redeem himself to say, hey, you know, I'm trying to make a point here, type of thing, without offending people and still offending people. But it seemed yeah. like he was trying to make up for the sticks and stones. Which is strange, man, because this is the new special. And he yeah. spent half of the new special talking about his old special. Yeah. Which, I mean, we got, we understand how you feel, Dave. Like, we, I, I just, I think he was upset about the thing that happened to the, to the baby because he brought that up a few times. Yeah. And, like, look, man, th- this is something that's going to sound completely outdated in a, a year or two, mm-hmm. let alone five, 10 years from now. Yeah. When people talk about how Dave Chappelle is one of the greatest comedians ever, you ain't going to know that from looking at this last special, man, because mm-hmm. you're going to look and be like, what the fuck is he talking about? The baby? Yeah. Then I ain't going to remember this shit even happened, man. Yeah. So it, it was strange. Like, I don't, I, I think he has a valid point with a lot of things he says about, you know, LGBTQ, and trans, it was funny how he said his problem has always been with white people <laughs> and the trans community. Like right when he had him on the ropes, yeah. they said, "I'm a woman now, so you can't say shit to me, nigger." Or some shit <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. He has some valid points, but like it, it's it's gotten old, man. And I don't want Dave to be this. I, I just talk about how the trans community is fucked up comedian yeah there's a lot of stuff to talk about in the world that's funny right now man yeah and the focus on this is getting kind of old to me yeah and to be honest that's a fight you can't win man exactly a lot of people bootsy keep trying to fight it <laughs> you just need to leave it alone the baby tried it <laughs> and you see where it got him 
Like, I don't understand why people just try to go against this machine, which is the LGBTQ. There is no point of trying to fight back and saying how, you know. Look, man, ain't nobody perfect, man. Everybody got their flaws. Shit, we talk about the Black Lives Matter movement, how, you know, sometimes they contradict themselves with certain shit. I think it's the same for every group of people. But I don't understand why people try so hard to go against the, you know, the, to to try to prove a point against the LGBTQ, man. Yeah. It's hard. It, that's damn near suicide, man. So I, it's just, you know, it is what it is, man. Just just move on, man. I 100% agree, man. And like you said, it's, 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 you're not going to win this battle. I don't know what he's trying to prove. I guess he's trying to bring rationality into it. But, like... And one thing that kind of gets me too is that remember when Dave Chappelle went on Oprah and he talked about why he left and he said because he was doing this bit about a racist fairy or something like that and there was a white guy who was just laughing a little too hard at the racial jokes. Oh, yeah. And he felt a certain type of way about that. I kind of feel like Chappelle has now become the right wing people favorite comedian now because of this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he, he goes on tour with Joe Rogan, who in yeah. himself is very controversial uh, and right wing. Yeah. yeah. So he goes on tour with him and people bring him. Alex Jones shouts out Chappelle now. Like he is now Fox news favorite, favorite. comedian. Yeah. And now I wonder, man, like, is this worthy? Cause I don't think he, he's made it clear. He's not in that camp. You can yeah. tell from his special he's not in that camp. Yeah. But you have to wonder when these people are your friends, yeah. is this the right message you want to send? Yeah. And I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I said, I think he has some very valid points, but I'm as personally, I'm just tired of him in this stick of I'm fighting against the LGBTQ and trans people. This is right. Yeah. Move on, man. Yeah, man. We understand how you feel from the last special. And yeah, and like you say, he had valid points, man. Like I think I think it's kind of messed up how, you know, some you know, certain people use the, you know, they kind of hide behind that shield a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's fair, but you know, look, life ain't fair, man. Like that to me, that's like us sitting there talking. You know, fighting for the double standards, uh, men and women. How women yeah. get to do this, and mm-hmm. you ain't gonna win that battle, man. It, yes, it, it, it is what it is. You just gotta roll with what you got, man. So, I I just wish people, rappers. We talked about it before with the baby. I I wish rappers just and just people in entertainment just stop trying to fight the machine man like they, they they lay they laid everything down that that's how it is just move around it man ain't no point to try to stand up for all the straight people and <laughs> all mm-hmm. this other stuff man this it is what it is man just just keep making your money and just move on <laughs> I, I admire fights against the machine but I think the same fight against the same machine gets old, um, especially yeah. when these people have told you exactly what their problem is. And you mean, yeah. like, I don't know. Just, like, I, yeah. just show me who won't. I mean, like, I'll be shocked if somebody ever win. Yeah. Like, what, what's, not what's, the, what's the end of it all if you do win? What, what's the end of it? Nothing, man. Yeah. Like, you, you, you think you're you going to get people to think a certain way. But yeah. when I don't think any trans people 
are going to who who feel a certain way about Dave Chappelle are going to watch this to give him a chance. Yeah. That's the thing, man. Yeah. So it, it, to me, it's like with us, like black people, we fight for these rights. We fight to get here. And at the end of it all, man, it's not going to it ain't going to change these people's minds, man. Mm-hmm. They think how they think. And it, it's up to say, and hopefully I, we'll probably be long gone before we see a change or something. But hopefully they it, it would change. But right now we just got to kind of maneuver around it, man. <laughs> we got we got to accept that hey, it's not a lot of black people in this radio business or whatever we doing. Mm-hmm. We just got to work a little harder to get up there. Ain't no point to just complain about it and fight fight about it and talk about how it ain't fair. We know it ain't fair, but you you know we still got to live life. We 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 can still we can still be successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So ultimately, I just thought he he had a. I, I was disappointed in the material he brought with this special. I thought there was a lot more he could have talked about, and for him to circle back to the trans shit is old to me, man. So mm. personally, I did not like this special. I think he does need to take a break for a while. Hopefully, when he comes back, he'll be more reinvigorated and have some more funny stories to tell because I don't think he's really telling funny stories anymore. But yeah. do, do you think he's even motivated, man? <laughs> I don't, I mean, he gets mo- a shitload yeah. of money for doing the very least. Yeah. Let's I be just, real, man. Yeah. Because you know, it's one thing, you know, we always talk about the hunger when you ain't got money, mm-hmm. but right now, you know, he's getting a lot of money and I don't, I think if he wasn't getting this much from Netflix, I don't know if he'd be doing any of this. I think he just—I think he would have been fine just the way he was. Mm-hmm. But all you can't turn away that. I know. He, I know he turned away the fifty million, and that's the popular talking point. But you can't turn away doing the, these specials. This this Netflix deal. You can't turn that away. And yeah. I don't even know if he was even motivated from the beginning. So maybe he was just like, "Fuck it, I, I do some. I go on the road." <laughs> I'll do it for this uh, <laughs> this Netflix deal. Fuck it. Yeah. And I think he's motivated to do comedy because he never stopped doing comedy. Even when he walked away, he was still doing comedy. I just don't think he's motivated to do like a great special anymore. You know, I think he's motiv- he, he just treats his specials the same way he does his regular shows at a comedy club, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's unfortunate, man, but it is what it is. You know, I do know people saying if you criticize this special, that means you're you're a social justice warrior and you're woke and you just you think this trans shit. Like, no, you could think you could agree with him and and think this special was kind of weak. Yeah, I feel because that's how I feel, man. I agree with a lot of what what he said, but I do think the special itself as a comedy special was weak. Yeah, but. It is what it is, man. People still fighting about it. We'll see. You can't cancel Dave, by the way, because he ain't doing nothing to get canceled on. He ain't on yeah. a TV show or nothing. So yeah, he yeah. check hey. already cashed. Yep. It's too late. And now. this was his last um, Netflix special. Yeah. So he good and he he, he can't. He's not gonna take the money. They ain't back. gonna cancel his contract because uh, nothing like that. So exactly. So it's all it's already over, man. And do the same thing about Joe Rogan because Joe Rogan has a podcast on Spotify exclusive now, and they keep trying to get him canceled. But like, <laughs> no, man, it's not gonna happen. That's still yeah. the biggest podcast out right now. Yeah. So they just gonna roll the punches. Yeah. <laughs> um, other things that are going on. Uh, should we talk about this new versus yeah. that's going down between Big Daddy Kane and KRS One? 
another New York. Yeah, so all you old heads, <laughs> get your Kango hats get, out. Yeah, this ain't even the Timberland era. This is uh, this, this is before that. What what kind of Adidas? Adidas, yeah. <laughs> the gold rope chain, the thick yeah. ass gold rope chain. <laughs> <laughs> the track suits. The, uh, it's funny how niggas still wear this shit in 2021. <laughs> but yes, yeah. Uh, this is going back get to the boom roots. box over Yo, the shoulder. Got, yeah, got that a huge boom box like uh, Radio Raheem. <laughs> uh, so yeah, man. Uh, the new verses, Big Daddy Kane and KRS One. Figgy, what are your thoughts on yet another New York based versus uh, down here between two legends? I think this is a uh I think this is a big deal. If you're a hip hop fan, this is a big deal. Um this is early on in hip hop, this is where it started. So uh I think it's a big deal. As far as me, I'm not about to, you know, get my popcorn and uh pull it up on the TV and sit there and watch it. I'm a, I'm a tune in just to see what it looked like, but this I, this was before my time. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was doing when they was out, but I do remember some of their songs. Um, I went back to their songs at some point to you know you know whenever I do my little research and you know getting into my old school bag. Um, but I, I think it would be a good thing to you know check out just to just to see how they doing, man. They old. Older, older rap artists. It's good to see them. It, it'd be good to see them, you know, actually performing and you know, um, kicking back memories and all that stuff. So I, I, I think it's cool. But um, yeah, this I, I'd be lying to you if I was like, oh yeah, I can't wait. This is some of my favorite artists. This this was a little before my time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, I would watch it. I probably watched a little bit of it. I don't know, but I would be more interested if it was Big Daddy came and rock him, yeah. and that's what it should have been to me. Mm-hmm. Or should I would take a uh, I think Big it, Daddy? What I think ahead. what I think it might have. I think it was supposed to be rock him. Yeah. I want to say. I think I, because I heard this talk for uh, uh, a minute. So yeah, I forgot about that. I think it probably is supposed to be rock him. It might have fell through with him. I don't know yeah. what happened with the dealings, but shit, I would take a, a Curtis Blow over KRS-One. KRS-One just annoys me, man. <laughs> That's what turns me off on it. Like, I like KRS-One music from back in the day, but him as a personality, he just fucking annoys me, man. He annoyed me on the beef DVD with Nelly, talking about how rule number so-and-so, you don't beef, you don't battle KRS-One, and, and KRS-One is real hip-hop. Like, he was talking shit about yeah. the new generation so much. Yeah. And I, he's, he's one of them back-in-my-day-ass, old-ass rappers yeah. who going to talk down about current rap. You know he feels a certain way about Southern rap too. You know he's one of them type of niggas. Yeah. So you just know he's gonna be spending his whole time with his old man on the lawn takes about <laughs> real hip hop. Now this is real hip hop. This is where it really started. Yeah. And we the real kings of this, and none yeah. of that new shit playing around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's gonna be corny, man. For anybody under the age of forty. 45 maybe at this point maybe 50 yeah no it might i think 45 is the minimum yeah (laughs) anybody under that that's before your time (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) so yeah i'm not really looking forward to it i hope krs1 control himself and don't 
act like a how I think he's going to act. Yeah. It's going to be embarrassing. Uh, let me talk to y'all about Africa Bambada. <laughs> Shit, that nigga might get on there and say free R. Kelly, man. Who knows he, what he's going to say? He dog. might. <laughs> Who knows what he's going to say? So... <laughs> Uh, speaking of that, yeah, we I forgot talked we did about not that. talk about that. We did yeah. not talk about that. Uh, R. Kelly was found guilty on all charges. I forgot what the charges are. I had them pulled up somewhere, but now I lost them. But he is found guilty of basically all the creep shit, sex trafficking and racketeering Yeah, were the charges. Um, of course, he has not been sentenced yet. Um, there have been some efforts to cancel him even further. I believe two of his YouTube channels were taken down. So if you want to see the Trapped in the Closet oh, man. series, you can no longer see it. <laughs> now, his music is still up on YouTube. I checked. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> nah, his music is still up, but the videos are gone. Mm. Like, so if you want to watch him versus Mr. Big, oh, yeah. if you want to watch all this stuff, keep it on it down low and all them shits, uh, you ain't gonna find him on YouTube, uh, but his music is still on. But YouTube did take down two of his channels. Mm. Uh, but apparently, <laughs> uh, uh, he got a five hundred percent sales bump <laughs> after he was found yeah. guilty. <laughs> what the did fuck you, is wrong with people, yeah. man? Did you see the people uh, outside protesting? I didn't see that. Yeah, but I'm not surprprised. Uh, old ass lady, uh, middle aged lady had a microphone. Was saying pretty much free R. Kelly and all this other shit. <laughs> I didn't see that, but I'm not surprised. They had marches for him in Chicago, man. Yeah. <laughs> like people are really upset about this. And people are, his music is getting even more play yeah, after being found guilty. Yeah, it seemed like it brung out way more people on the internet, too. Yeah. Weighing in on the shit. Like, hey, man, that, no, like, fuck that. That shit crazy. How y'all doing him? It's just like, look, and look, to be fair, man, um, I think he should go to jail. It, it was long overdue. But um, also, and this is not taking anything away from him, um, I think he should be in jail for probably forever. But um, I do think, man, I think some people in this camp deserve some time too. I, it, yeah. I, I think it's kind of wild, and this is not me defending him. I think it's kind of wild that nobody else is getting no time. It, it, because he, uh, like, I guarantee you, he wasn't the one setting up all these dates with these kids or scoping them out himself. I'm sure his team, whoever he was paying, was doing some of that stuff too. And it was, I think it was document. It might have been document. People might have been talking about it. How people would, um, people on his team would, you know, hang around high schools to, you know, to find girls for him type thing. I think I think some of those people should the people that was in his team should at least be looked at. <laughs> I think I think it's kind of fucked up that he he he's pretty much the down the uh, the the um I guess the fall guy for lack of a better mm-hmm. word and everybody else just got free. Yeah, man. I mean, everybody involved should should face some time. Uh, but he was the ringleader. He was yeah. the one. He was you know, the face. Yeah, and he was definitely the one who was into this creep shit. So, yeah, he does deserve it. Uh, he did mention something about how he's going to snitch on a lot of people who are into this type of shit as well. I think I read oh, somewhere man. that he was saying he might snitch on some folks. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, man. I, I, I mean, there's nothing to say. We all knew what type of time R. Kelly been on. Uh, we knew he was into this scumbag shit for a while. 
Um, yeah, I don't know about it. See, the, the fight, I, I don't know, man. I just, I wish people would just be because I, I see all these R. Kelly defenders all the time, too, man. And it makes me feel bad about how I said I still listen to his music yeah. because I don't feel like I identify with these folks at all. Yeah, I'm not the one. I'm not sitting here because all they do is say, "Well, how come R. Kelly locked up and so and so ain't locked up?" And I'm like, "Are you calling for so and so to get locked up? Are you or are you just mad that R. Kelly got locked up? Yeah. And why are you mad R. Kelly got locked up? Yeah. Just because you like his music? That yeah. makes what he did okay? Yeah, shit's ridiculous, I th- man. I think people people need to realize um, if you just like his music, man, just just listen to the music. Ain't nobody telling you to stop listening to them. I'm sure some people are, but oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, just you know, if you like his music, just listen to it. Ain't, you don't have to be his public defender. You don't have mm-hmm. to be. You're not his lawyer. You're not sitting here trying to. Def, uh, you don't have to sit there and defend him. Um, tell tell us why he's not guilty and well, he's doing this and this person doing that. You don't just if you just like the music, just. Listen to the music and go on about your day. You don't have to sit there and say, "Well, hey guys, I'm still listening to his music anyway." Mm-hmm. And you know, like, it's, it's like, so what? Just listen to his music and move on. You don't have to, you know, like it, it's it's crazy how we got, you know, for people, you know, I'm not just calling you out, but people like you that you know appreciate his music. Like you shouldn't have to get on here and defend yourself on why you you know you only like the music type thing. Like we know, like it's a lot of people that don't stand for what he did. But you know you don't have to go out there and um, you know s- sit here and say how you you know I'm gonna still listen to his music regardless because it mm-hmm. sounds like you supporting them at that point. <laughs> for you to kind of argue back and forth with people about R. Kelly. It, it seemed like you kind of, you know, you wish he wasn't in jail <laughs> or mm, you trying no, to. No, they do. hundred percent. Yeah. So, you know, look, it's nothing wrong. He got some good music. <laughs> like some um, and some of the stuff, I, you know, if I hear it, I still appreciate it. But it's certain songs that was in that doc that made me not want to listen to it now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, some of the Leah stuff is kind of like, ugh. oh, yeah, it's, it's tough to listen to the, um, the Michael Jackson song. You are not alone. That one kind of tough to listen to for me, um, but you know, I, look, I don't hate people. I'm not mad at anybody who listen to R. Kelly at all. It's just you know, to me, it's just the defenders, man. Like, why is you defending this guy at this yeah, point, man? It's silly, man. Unless, it's silly. Unless it's your family, you know. Like, I, I, I can't really be mad at somebody fam. That's his family member. If if that's your brother or something like that, your uncle. And you know you don't want to see him go down like that. I I get it, but dog, like you don't have no connection to R. Kelly outside of the music. Just listen to the music. <laughs> yeah, man, and that's the thing. And people defending him that it's just crazy. Like I said, it's always different when it's your favorite because Chris Brown get a whole lot of excuses too. Mm-hmm. Whenever people bring up all the shit he's done. And I think he's going to face a similar situation in the future, man. I think people yeah. – and he – I mean, he's still hot right now. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked years. about that with Jazz, man. I told – Yes. I told everything cool now, but once it gets to a point where he can't benefit nobody and, you know, people going to be like, hey, remember he did this? I bet you that Rihanna video or uh, picture going to resurface – yeah. And, you know, these labels, these companies going to be like, man, 
why do we have this dude on our team and he ain't even mm-hmm. he ain't even hot right now? So drop, <laughs> drop. We did we denounced everything he's done. We're he, canceling. We're taking down his YouTube he, videos. Yep. And if if it's at a point where he's not making any good music and artists don't really want to collab with this old ass man, then nah, they don't they don't need him. <laughs> so. No, I agree, man. I agree. It, 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 so. it, and it's kind of fucked up because. You know, if you do something wrong like, for what he did, he should be held accountable. And I think he did. He was held accountable. But um, it's really fucked up that, you know, how the industry still back you up as long as you bringing in money and mm-hmm. you benefiting them. But once that money is gone or, you know, it's like peace. <laughs> oh, yeah, you throwing the rules, yeah. man. Yeah, it's yeah. over. So Yeah, so just imagine somebody who, you know, who who did probably something worse and somebody like a R. Kelly. Like, he stuck around for a long time because he was hot. If he wasn't mm. hot and that stuff happened, he would have been gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Once you old and crusty, they throw you out, man. So that's what happened to him. He got a little too comfortable mm-hmm. and they paid the price. But, yeah. Yep. Nothing more to say about that, man. We knew the type of time R. Kelly was on. I ain't going to defend anything he's done. That shit was fucking disgusting. Yeah. And justice was served, I suppose. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, and just goofy conversations about him just uh, <laughs> I, I, make me sick, man. How do, is it a turn off when you see, like, a girl that's kind of fine and she, like, defending R. Kelly and she just so into it? <laughs> Strangely, no. Really, <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of like I'll I be looking. I'll be looking at some girls kind of sideways, like like they be on there, like oh well, you know, a whole bunch of people, uncles, been talking, to, trying to get with me, or they just be sounding real kind of like a sexual predator, predator a little bit. We're just like like you really out here saying that? Just keep posting ass. <laughs> true. I don't know. I mean. Because, like, in a way, even though I don't date, like, super hood chicks, that is kind of sexy in a weird way. Kind of <laughs> like the city girls are, you know. And JT <laughs> said R. Kelly raped me. She it's wants like, R. Kelly to rape her. Yeah. She deleted that a long time ago, of course. But yeah. <laughs> you know, something about that's kind of sexy to me, man. I don't know why. It's kind of a fetish, I guess. But I wouldn't sincerely, like, date or marry somebody who thinks that way, of course. But... Like I, that's not a turn off for me for some reason, man. It's kind of a, <laughs> you know, kind of like a, I don't know. The the hood girl is kind of the, the cute ratchet chick. Is it, kind of sexy to me, man. Yeah, I can't no, explain I why. agree. I like the hood ratchet girl, but it just seemed weird when a a, a girl is out here trying to defend R. Kelly. <laughs> It's just kind of strange to me. It's like, so you like a nigga like R. Kelly? <laughs> yeah, and I think it's super funny when people act like women are naturally righteous and because everybody says oh listen to black women believe black women listen dude, to black man, women that, so why yeah. can't i point out the woman who defends r kelly the, when we dude, say defend black that, women that video <laughs> that when he so when r kelly was um you know charged with everything and you know found guilty that video of the girl with the microphone was talking about uh, he's innocent and blah blah if you look around that video you see pro- it's probably like 90% women Mm-hmm. And so, like, nobody bring that shit up because yeah. first thing people say is, "Oh, men let that happen," and yeah, all this other stuff. The men, the men in the industry, and which is true, but look at all the people that's keeping R. Kelly alive, pretty much. 
They sitting there wanting him out. <laughs> Marching for him. Yeah. Saying, I wish he kidnapped me. Yeah. Like, dog, you can't people you can't put this on men. Yeah, fully. this is yeah, this is all of us, man. I think everybody got some blame to go around. This this ain't no men uh men caused this or Yeah. This is all men's fault. It's the patriarchy. Yeah. This is why with women running things, it would be different. See, that's why we need a woman president, women <laughs> CEOs, women leaders. Yeah, okay, we see how this going with Kamala. Uh, <laughs> uh, other things, let's just speed around a few more topics, man, because I don't have a whole lot to say about this other stuff, but we could bring it up. Um, were you around for the great Facebook, I, Instagram, and WhatsApp hack of 2021 that lasted about a cool <laughs> four hours. About four or five hours. It might yeah. Be, yeah, about five hours. I was around for that, and it didn't bother me at all, man. I, you know, I'm more of a Twitter guy anyway. Yeah. I would probably be, go- be going through it if it was <laughs> if a Twitter guy hacked. And oh, 100%. Down. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I didn't really care about Facebook. Or um, Instagram. My my wife was going through it because she an Instagram person, mm-hmm. and so she she not on Twitter at all. <laughs> so she she was just out the game. But um, I I was cool with it. People was it, it's funny seeing all these random ass people on Twitter though. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. So it's just like, damn, I didn't know you still had a Twitter. <laughs> so I was seeing people who ain't been on since 2015 and shit. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, man, it, it was funny. And it, with Instagram, man, I think I don't know what happened, but apparently they got hacked, and I think they deserve to get hacked, man, because a lot of people accounts been getting hacked. My sister, um, Katrina Coco, uh, the mm-hmm. bodybuilder friend of the show, her account got hacked, and she can't get back into her old account at all. And the thing is, it's not at this point she's trying to get the account suspended or deleted. Because uh, people are posting cash app scams, pretty much saying, hey, you want to make $500, DM me type thing. And they think it's her. So it's making her brand look bad. Mm-hmm. And we, everybody been reporting the page. Everybody, they've been doing everything. And they can't get the page shut down. So um, it's a little irritating. Now, I felt like Instagram doing a bad job because a lot of people accounts been getting hacked. Mm-hmm. And um, Facebook accounts been getting hacked, and uh, people been getting scammed out of money, and that shit make you look bad. So I think Instagram doing a poor job when it comes to shutting shutting down accounts um, that been clearly that clearly been hacked. And um, yeah, I think they deserve to get. I, I think they deserve this. And I, I heard Mark Zuckerberg then lost what like five billion, yeah, or something like this. I don't know how true that was, but. I mean, I, it was it was stuck. It's not like they took it out of his bank account. Yeah, basically, like the the shares of Facebook plummeted because of that. Yeah, but or fell somewhat. But yeah, yeah I, I agree. Instagram does a bad job in general. They yeah. do a bad job of banning some accounts for mm-hmm. what they call sexual activity or content, but then they let celebrities post whatever the fuck they want, yep. and that don't get taken down or warned or anything. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't man, play it, music on live. Yeah, yeah, they they ban you, but but you got somebody clearly scamming through somebody else's account, mm-hmm. and they can't get that account shut down. It's ridiculous, man. So yeah, it's just poorly run all around. Um, it it, w- it was interesting to see how many people were bothered by it, considering this happened 
like what on a Monday in the middle yeah. of the workday? Yeah. Like, now we know how many niggas really unemployed, dog. Yeah. Because everybody was upset about Facebook and Instagram being down in the middle of a workday on Monday. Yeah. So I was pretty funny to 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 uh, see. Yeah. On social media, but yeah. So it's back up, of course. Yeah. So go ahead, scroll and yeah. like your life away like you were before. Because yes. that's all we do now. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about this NBA fight against the vaccine, man? Um, I think the only one who's standing strong right Kyrie. now is Kyrie. Yeah, Wiggins folded. <laughs> yeah, he did. They told him how much money he was going to lose, and he said, fuck it, I'll take the vaccine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Kyrie is standing strong, man. I think recently they announced that he can practice at the facility in Brooklyn. But he can it's still their vaccine mandates for the actual games, or I guess are going to be in in effect. So basically, he can't play home can't games play, yeah. as it is right now well, because of the vaccine he, mandates. He, he can't even play in, in New, New York. I don't think he can um, play in New York at all, or California. Yeah, <laughs> better hope you ain't got the Lakers in the finals. <laughs> he ain't gonna play at all. <laughs> so uh, uh, how do that guy feel, man? If you had somebody on your team like that, and I. And I I know this is different. This is the NBA. They all making money and all this other stuff. But let's say you somebody like Kevin Durant, who who he let's be real, he trying to pass LeBron. He mm-hmm. he he created this super team pretty much to try to you know run up some um, championships. And you got somebody that's probably your second best player. That's you know that's anti-vax and he willing to miss games. And saying, you know, fuck that shit. Like, I wonder how somebody like Kevin Durant feel about that, man. Because you know he just want to win. <laughs> they probably sick of him, man. Because even before this, like, he always un- attracted he unnecessary games. drama. Yeah. Missing games for no reason. Not meeting for the media. It wouldn't. Ex- like, there was always something going on with him causing drama outside of basketball. Mm-hmm. That was unnecessary. Yeah. Completely. And in his teammates got to answer for it mm-hmm. so i feel like i don't know any team that would want a player like Kyrie at this point because yeah. yeah he's a great player but the drama that comes with him when he goes off on one of his moods and now he's like this hyper woke guy who <laughs> thinks that the vaccine is, is you know has yeah. some shit he's on some dr sebi shit now basically yeah and and now he's against the vaccine and it's like Look, man, retire if you feel that strongly about it. Yeah. Say, I'm not going to play. Like, if you really, like, I will respect that a lot more. If he mm-hmm. said, Look, I don't believe these vaccine mandates are right. So I'm just not going to play this season. Yeah. Opt out. But yeah, but he's still trying to play and uh, not take the vaccine, which ain't going to happen. Yeah. They, so they make it's it, ridiculous. Yeah. Man. They, you know, feel how you feel about it. They making it hard for you for people that's not vaccinated, man. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, he don't work in a place where you know you get to work from home and don't have to go out into the world and all this other stuff. So if you want to be unvaccinated, you can you can do that if you're that person. But dog, you play in in the NBA, you got to uh, I don't I don't even know his contract two hundred plus million dollar contract, mm-hmm. and you travel the country <laughs> on a day to day basis. Like it's, it's gonna be hard for you to um, just work 
like a normal NBA player if you if you're not vaccinated. They making it. The NFL was making it hard. The NBA, I feel like, is making it harder to yeah. you know to go around unvaccinated. So, like, I mean, like, I wouldn't be mad if he say fuck it. You know, I made my money. I'm good. <laughs> if he mm-hmm. that serious, but apparently he's not really that serious <laughs> because he's mm-hmm. still trying to play. <laughs> Yeah, man. And he's like the last guy holding strong, too. So now it's going to look like he folded if he takes the vaccine because he's made yeah. such a big drama out of it. Yeah. So I don't know, man. He's letting down his teammates by doing this shit. If he just moved on and they could replace him, I think they would be in a better position. But now leaving them in limbo is fucked up. Mm-hmm. So it is ridiculous, man. But that's that's Kyrie. Yeah. Not, and not to mess. mention this dude is always hurt. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you going through all that shit, man. It's like, is this dude even worth being on the yep. team now? <laughs> and I, I got to say, man, looking back, because I think back in the day, a lot more people were on Kyrie's side in the Kyrie versus the LeBron debate mm-hmm. and thought that LeBron trying to be a little too bossy was the reason why Kyrie wanted out. Do you think looking back that now LeBron is vindicated and now it looks like he was the one holding it together and Kyrie was an issue now. Yeah, no, 100%. I never even looked, I never even um, took Kyrie's side in that situation because okay. um, if you look at LeBron's history, he his team, people love playing with LeBron. This wasn't no Kobe situation towards the end where, you know, people didn't want to play with Kobe, uh, fortunately. But um, people wanted to play with LeBron, man. This was the first time. He actually had like a big issue with somebody, and somebody wanted it wanted out of a after after um after a finals appearance. He wanted to leave after that. So he never seen that before because you know you they could have ran him back and gave Golden State and run for their money, but he he wanted out, and I thought that was a little strange. And you know I know a lot of the Brian haters might be like, oh, yep, see he do this and do that, and they showing all the little video clips. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I I knew it from the beginning, man. Uh, I knew we, well, we it wasn't this Kyrie, but even in his rookie year, I was it was some people I ran across that said he was kind of an asshole <laughs> to people, and so that always stuck in the back of my mind. But you know, talent, you know, trumps all of that. But um, yeah, it, it, it you you could tell. Remember, he went on first take unexpected. <laughs> Yeah, and just that whole rollout, you could tell it, it was you. You could tell it was all Kyrie, man. And LeBron was because LeBron don't he got enough drama in his life as it is to see if he gonna sign again or if he going to L.A. and all this other bullshit. But LeBron, that's the last thing LeBron need is to be bickering with another teammate <laughs> and all, all that shit that was going on. So um, yeah, I think it was Kyrie the whole time, man. <laughs> Yeah, seems like but, it, man. But I, I wasn't too mad for the simple fact that did get a championship out of it because of him. He oh, yeah, definitely. Make a shot. So, you know, if if the, if, if the Cavs never had a championship out of that, I would have been pissed. I would have yeah. really been pissed. But Kyrie did make one of the biggest shots in history. So, mm-hmm. that you know, it is what it is. Best of luck to you. But, yeah, I, would, I, would, I wasn't on Kyrie's side during that. <laughs> Oh, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. 
Yeah, we'll see how things go with him, man. I think he'll. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> either they somehow, either the league backs backs down or Kyrie back down. He'll probably be okay with. Uh, well, I don't know, man, because um, these are he missing like I want to say two hundred thousand a game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he'd be fine missing that shit, but but I, he was cool with missing some games last year. Just yeah, for, true. Yeah, for, uh, remember he missed the game. He was on a Zoom party or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> some yeah, shit like that. I would be surprised if he just want to miss a few games or something. But like I said, man, being unvaccinated and being in his position is hard, man. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you ain't gonna be be able to do a damn thing. And I went to, and I didn't even tell you this when I went to Seattle. They like super strict with the masks. Mm. I had um. They require like a vaccination card for uh, to go into a restaurant, mm. and um, yeah, when I got a rental car, uh, we drove up, and you know, after you get a rental card, they need to check some stuff. The lady mm-hmm. was pointing at my mask, and so I had to put the mask on in the car to even communicate with her. It, it, it's just way strict. It's it, like I know it's kind of it sounds fucked up to say, but I kind of appreciate Texas <laughs> after being there. Because you forget it's a damn um, pandemic. Because mm-hmm. it's like I was in the mall yesterday and I ain't see a mask in sight. Mm-hmm. And I, to the point, I just kind of took mine off and started walking. So it's just that comfortable. But um, in Seattle, you can't go any, you can't walk around without a mask. You'll get, you, I guess, they, you'll get your talking to. <laughs> yeah, Kyrie said we got to take the mask off too, man. So. Yeah, see, no. <laughs> that's the part, see, that's the part that I don't understand, man. Like, I totally understand people that, you know, that's iffy about getting vaccinated and they're walking around careful as fuck. I, I, I totally get that. I, I know some people that j- just stand in the house because they, you know, they ain't going to take, they don't want to get sick and they don't want to get the vaccination. So I, I understand that. But no, like if you out here going to concerts, you going around all these people, you don't want to. You don't want to at least wear a mask. Like I just don't get that, man. That that to me that just throw out your whole argument of the vaccination. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, we'll we'll see what happens with him. And uh, I don't know. Be it's just funny to see the fucker in the NBA is always hilarious. <laughs> you know, yeah. even in the off season, there's always some goofy some shit drama. going on in the NBA. Yeah. I saw Russell Westbrook in his first preseason game had seven turnovers in the first eight minutes <laughs> on the Lakers. This is going to be a funny-ass season to watch, man. I can already see it. <laughs> Playoff Westbrook with LeBron is yeah. going to drive him to shoot him. He's going to do the gun Nick. motion on the court again. <laughs> Nigga going to be like one for 25. Oh, it's going to be Ten bad, turnovers. Yeah. Eight, 18 assists. <laughs> you going to have some type of weird ass 18 stat. assists, yep. yeah. <laughs> it's going to be funny, man. But we'll see. We'll see. NBA season heating up now. Yeah. Uh, other things that happened. Uh, you going to watch the fight tonight between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. Uh, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna peep it, but I'm tired of this matchup. Yeah, it's, Tyson Fury gonna win yeah, again. Three is a little too much, man. Yeah, three is a little too much. And I, at this, the fact yeah. that really, okay, technically the first fight was a draw, yeah. but that was controversial that, because yeah. look, I was a Deontay Wilder fan, 
but he lost that first fight. Yeah, man. man. Tyson, Tyson, Tyson beat his him. ass. Yeah, Tyson got him. I, I think the only thing that saved that made that a draw was the knockdown, and that wasn't even a knockout. It was. He was taking a rest on the mat. He got right back up and was beating Wilder's yes. ass again after yes. that. Yes, I think his foot got tangled or some shit. And it was Deontay ridiculous. just kind of caught him. But he got right back up, and it was a yeah. That, that was the only thing because he would have lost that fight if he mm-hmm. if he didn't get that knocked down. <laughs> Boxing judging is always weird, and that's why I always think it's rigged yeah. to, to make another big matchup. Make, but this yeah. one, like I'm I'm a check it probably bootlegged, uh, but yeah. I, I, I'm like it's, I'm not excited. Like Tyson, he's just gonna win again. Deontay, for all like he is a very entertaining fighter, but he's not very good. Yeah. Uh, he has that knockout power, but it technically kind of like a just street a better, fighter. Yeah. 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 So it's hard to root against the black man in the black versus white fight. Yeah. But Deontay, he was doing some goofy shit, man. I think he's going to lose this one pretty easy. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how <laughs> that goes. Oh, yeah. the We got to talk about the biggest, biggest uh, Netflix show <laughs> slash meme slash trend going on in the past week man uh the korean show called squid game mm-hmm. dropped uh this really became a hit out of nowhere man i didn't even know it was coming out and i didn't know anything about it until i saw social media talking about it non-stop yeah for those who haven't heard of it it is a korean tv show where a bunch of broke people basically have to compete in these games and if they lose they get killed yeah so it's kind of, of a mix of, yeah. yeah, a bunch of people who are be- broke down bad, <laughs> down really bad in life, got to go to this place and have a chance to win a shitload of money, but they got to play these games, and if they lose the game, they die. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the basic gist of it. Um, I watched the whole thing. I'll give a quick review of it, man. Uh, I thought it was okay. I thought it was all right. I thought it started off really good. Like the first few episodes of it, I thought were really good. I thought the ending was kind of a letdown. A lot of cliche stuff happened at the end, man. Where like the the big reveal at the end is something you could see coming. Like I'm I'm not the type of guy who looks for things in movies, but even I saw this coming, man. I thought it was pretty easy to spot the big <laughs> reveal at the end of the movie. And like it, it, it was pretty obvious and telegraphed. Um. I thought it was cliche ending. They're building up for a sequel, so there's going to be a sequel probably. But the ending was disappointing. I think it's getting gassed a little bit on social media. <laughs> yeah, they forcing me to watch it. I wasn't uh, even interested in it, man. They forcing people me are to talking watch it. about it like it's the best TV show of the last five uh, years. Yeah, apparently, I'm like, as far as Netflix, it's the best TV show uh, there. Oh yeah. Streaming. <laughs> yeah, it's done a shitload of streaming streaming numbers, man. I think off the strength of the hype alone. Uh, which is like I like to see foreign things get shine in America because I feel like we need more of that. Like it's always good to see. Like the same thing happened with Parasite a few years ago. Parasite was a good movie, and I'm glad it got some hype and some spin in America because you know it's good to have that. And I, I like I like seeing Korean movies. I like seeing Japanese movies. I like I like stuff like that. So. Uh, it's good to see, you know, this is a rags to riches type of story too. I think the director, you know, this is his first big thing that ever popped off. You know, he was struggling. He was trying to sell the script for like years now. Mm -hmm. And he finally got the TV show made. And now it's a huge hit. 
the girl who stars in it, I think this is her first acting role ever. She oh, was damn. a model before this. Yeah. Yeah. And now she she got like 15 million Instagram followers just in a week. Damn. Just off the strength of the show. Damn. She's a superstar now, man. So that that's always <laughs> good to see. But uh the show itself, I think it's a little gassed. Mm. Pe- people are pumping up a little too much. I thought it was a good watch, but it's not like it's not gonna blow your mind, really. It's mm-hmm. not gonna change the scope of TV. I think there's gonna be a whole lot of knockoff shows because that's how entertainment works. Yeah, they try they to always do something, something like high. this. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely gonna be like an American version of Squid Game coming soon. I guarantee you, they're gonna do mm-hmm. an American version of this shit. Yeah, and it's gonna have like racial issues in it too, and a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. It's gonna yeah. be ridiculous, man. It's, it's gonna Jordan be a gay Peele. nigga in it. <laughs> Jordan Peele. <Yeah. laughs> Jordan Peele gonna do Squid Game the movie, yep, man. Yep. I see it. It's gonna be it's gonna be some slavery in it, and <laughs> white man. It's gonna be a white man controlling the whole game. Bunch of black people, and oh yep. man, I see it. They definitely gonna do like some American ass woke version of Squid Game, man. I, I can see it. But uh, yeah, I, as far as this show, man, like I said, it's good. If you ain't got nothing to do during the weekend, like I binged the whole thing in like two days. Oh shit! Okay, I, I was hooked on it for a minute, but after it ended, I was like, eh, it was okay. Mm. So if you ain't got nothing to do for a weekend, I recommend watching it. But like I said, I don't. If you go into it expecting it to be the best TV show you've ever seen, because you see how people are talking about it online, yeah. it ain't gonna be that. But it's a good watch. It's something to watch if you ain't got nothing else to watch for a weekend. It's pretty entertaining. So, yeah, I would recommend it. But just don't let social media hype you up into thinking it's going to be super amazing because it was just okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I, I watched the first two episodes and it's okay. But um, it ain't nothing where I'm like, holy shit. I got it. I can't believe this. I got it. So I'm kind of taking my time. Well, I'll probably finish it probably. tomorrow or somewhere this week yeah <laughs> all right all right all right all right yeah check it out check it out i'm not gonna make a big deal about the whole sub versus dub yeah, thing because people are giving you people hell yeah. you're not watching it in korean you're watching the dubbed american english version like yeah. man who cares dog as long as yeah. you're watching it yeah like you lucky to even have somebody watching that yeah because i don't think because sometimes it'd be tough for me to watch a uh a foreign film that's over in london because mm-hmm. the accents, <laughs> the way they talk, yeah, yeah, they be a little too thick, and it's just like, mm-hmm. man, it, I can't relate to this right now. And it, it got to mm-hmm. be a damn good story for me to be into it. And sometimes it just don't relate. <laughs> and like, I can't, like, to be honest, I can't. I'm up for watching different shit, but sometimes, like, I can't relate to them playing soccer in the street, man. <laughs> yeah, just a little random shit like that, and them saying, "Hey, Mike." It's just like, what the yeah. hell is me? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so sometimes it throw me off a little bit. The one show I do like, um, what's the, I think it's uh, Lupin. The, the yeah, 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 that, Lupin. That a, yeah, that was a pretty good show. I, I enjoyed that show. But, um, yeah, sometimes it just throw you off a little bit. And I think that show that show was a French show, too. Yeah. French, but. Um, so yeah, so it got to really pull me in for me to be like, oh, yeah, let me check this mm-hmm. out. No, I agree. Well, everybody got to watch it just so you'll know what these Halloween costumes are going to be. 
because yeah. you already know I can already see the costumes going on sale and people dressing up. So <laughs> this gonna be the new Halloween thing this year. It's gonna mm-hmm. be people dressing up like characters from Squid Game. So be prepared for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and one thing you put on the rundown, I didn't see anything about this. Is there a discussion about whether or not Lil Nas X is gay? It, it is, man. So he tweeted, uh, I want to say a couple days ago or last week, that um, he's tired. That uh, he he misses pussy, pretty much. And you know, long story short, that's pretty much what he said. He just, you know, he tired of this. He, you know, he. I, I guess he felt like he went too far or something. I don't know. But then he ended up re- replying back to the, the to the um to the tweets and. Never mind. He hit me back up. He texted me back. So clearly, he probably trolling, <laughs> just messing around, which he been doing for years. So it's nothing new. But um, a lot of people feel like he might be just using this as a um, a, a a tool. The the whole gay thing is a tool to you know, I guess to increase his revenue or something. I don't know. A lot of people kind of questioning now if he. Is he really gay or not? <laughs> because he kind of doing he kind of doing the stream a little bit, if that makes sense. But the question I have is, what does really gay or not mean? Like, do they think he is a guy who is one hundred percent straight and is pretending to be gay just to help his career? Because number one, yeah. that's never worked for anybody ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't get that. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. I don't see why anybody would fake being gay to 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 get more publicity. Yeah, I mean, I I just he kind of he kind of talk a lot. Whereas he to me, he don't seem like a typical gay artist to me because you. I mean, he's not the first gay artist, mm-hmm. and a lot of them don't do what Lil Nas X is doing. If that makes sense, kind of. What is typical gay artist? What do you mean? Like Elton John, I mean, I know Elton John's a little older, so mm-hmm. he's not on here tweeting and all this other stuff. But I, I feel like a typical gay artist, if they're if they're gay, they're gay. They're not mm-hmm. sitting here uh, announcing it all the time, saying, "Oh, I miss pussy," or, "Uh, you know, oh, he doing this or doing." That. It seemed like he kind of troll way too much. He, he kind of gay troll, if that makes sense. But he's a he trolls about everything though. That's the thing. It's not just gay stuff. He's a troll. Period. That's how he got on. So I I, I don't, like look. I'm all for conspiracies. I'm all for uh you know thinking that there might be some other motive but for why people do things. But I don't think he's a straight guy pretending to be gay. I just don't. He could be bisexual. And let's be honest. A lot of dudes. A lot of gay guys do the bisexual flirting thing. They go out with women, women twerk on them. Sometimes women talk about having sex with gay men. Like yeah. this stuff happens, man. I don't think him saying I miss pussy is him saying I'm not gay. <laughs> I've yeah. been delivered. I'm not gay no more. Yeah. That that's just them doing this gay thing, man. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't I don't, I don't see the conspiracy here personally. Mm-hmm. But it could yeah, just be me. I don't that's know. That's a conversation man. though. They 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 questioning it and they I mean they never question I feel like people never question somebody like a saucy Santana. <laughs> Ain't nobody mm-hmm. say, hmm, I wonder if he really gay or not. <laughs> but the question's coming up with Lil Nas X. 
I don't, I don't I, know, I, man. I, I just I, don't. I just think it's interesting that the question is even being had. Because, I, like, even with somebody like a Frank Ocean, we question that a lot. Mm-hmm. But technically, I don't really question it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't sit here and say, I wonder, hmm, like, something don't seem right. But somebody like a Lil Nas X, like, all the stuff he's doing, I seem like it's, it, I, I think it's interesting that that question is even being had. Yeah, and I just can't wait for this time when this shit is not a big deal anymore, man, because it's getting tiring talk. Like, and I think, look, I will say I think he is gay, but I also think he's playing in the gay panic to boost his his clout. So you think he's using it as a shield as well as being gay? Kind of. Well, I think Tyler did that definitely. (laughs) <laughs> you know, kind of, because he said a lot of shitty things about a lot of crazy things about people and gay people. He yeah. said faggot a whole lot back when, you know, people were edgy about that. <laughs> but uh, now, since he's kind of people think he's bisexual or gay, he gets away <laughs> with all the stuff he said in the past. Yeah. I, I, I think that he's planning the gay like he is overly gay just to cause controversy so he can boost his own clout and uh, like look this but, is what artists do i guess yeah. entertainers so, do but i think that's what he is doing so, so what about this because when he first came out and said he was he was gay mm-hmm. it, it was kind of like oh okay you know cool it, it wasn't it wasn't like a it wasn't like he was walking around like he how he is now he wasn't having the videos out how how he how he got them now mm-hmm. so do you think it could have been the thing where he said damn like my sales going through the roof like this shit is going nuts. Let me just do some crazy ass shit now. Let me just feed into it now. Let me wear the sparkling pants. Let me do a video naked. Let me do this. Let me just feed into it uh, even more. Um, even after my statement of saying, "Hey, hey guys, I'm you know I'm gay." Well, you have to keep in mind this man was a huge Nicki Minaj stan growing up. Like he looks up and literally idolizes Nicki Minaj. So I think this is the type of shit he always wanted to do. He mm-hmm. wanted to dress in flamboyant costumes like Nikki did. He wanted to twerk and, and do all the sexual stuff like Nikki did. Like I think he I think he honestly always wanted to do this type of content mm-hmm. and just couldn't before because nobody knew who he was and nobody was ready for that type of shit. So I, I just like look looking at looking at his past. Looking at the stuff he was doing before he got on, I just don't see it as it looking like a straight guy who said, fuck it. I- I'm going to try something else and mix it up and see <laughs> if it'll work. I just don't see that happening, man. I, I think all the things kind of line up for where he is right now and what he's doing. But I do think, and we talked about, talk about this with his album review, man. I think people, it, it's going to get old at some point. Yeah. When all your content is, hey, guys, I'm gay. I'm kissing the guy on stage. Isn't that crazy? And then you point out somebody who has a problem with it. Yeah. Like, it's going to get old. And and see, I think that's where the issue is, man, because, um, like, that's that's pretty much all of his content. And it's, it's, it's like, right now, that's keeping them hot, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, and people I'm not, gotta act like that album was good because you know, yeah, <laughs> you can't say it was bad because that would be anti-gay. Yeah, so he he he's doing all that, and it's like, then are like, are you, like, are you really gay, bro? You or are you just doing this for attention? 
at this point. And I'm not saying he's not, mm-hmm. but it seemed like this is all a bit. I mean, it could be both. So that's the thing. Like, I just, I can't imagine somebody faking being gay. Like, women, look, people bring up Nicki Minaj, who did it. But women gay and men gay is different. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. People are way more accepting of a woman messing with another woman but see, than a man but, being with another man. But see, even with somebody, I'll I bring up Lady Gaga. That mm. was whole, That was Lady Gaga's vibe. I don't, I don't even know if she gay for real, man. I, I doubt it, but that was her audience. She made that her audience. She, you know, she did the costumes and, you know, she had the content and all that stuff. She favored towards gay people. And right now, she she, she don't really give me that vibe now. It's out, that the same thing with somebody like a Madonna. Mm-hmm. I don't look at them as gay. I I I I kind of look at it as you know they found a, a marketing group or marketing tool and favor towards that that group. But, but but let's be real about the woman thing, though, man. If you meet a woman and she says, "Yeah, I've been with women before sexually," do you look at her as gay? Nah, not not exactly. They they, yeah. they just experimented or were bisexual at one point in their life. Yeah. Same thing with them. I feel like, but, of course, but, they're but not still, there. But, but still, it's a marketing thing they, because I don't think it was a thing where they just said, hey, I just like to experiment with women that helped their career. So yeah. they, they poured more into it, you know, with their career. But they eventually settled down, got married and had kids. <laughs> that was but that part. was. But they part could of still be career. bisexual, man. That's the thing. You can both those things can exist. But, they could still but that, be bisexual but, and be women. But that's that part was part of the, that part helped their career more than them just being a regular singer. That that was their audience. If that makes if that makes sense, because somebody like a Lady Gaga, she she did all the crazy stuff and got it. It got a whole bunch of attention. It got attention mm-hmm. with her getting uh, trying to kiss Britney Spears or her wearing a dildo and all this other shit like that. Caught, that gave her all of the attention. Would she get all that attention if she didn't do that? She she probably would be you know she she's still talented, but I felt like that that kind of helped her career more than anything else, and that gave her a bigger audience. But she I'm might, just but I wouldn't consider her like hey she's she's gay gay. I just don't see where the disconnect happens, man. Because yeah, they are obviously doing these things for attention, but they're also bisexual. So both of those scenes can exist, are, but are, I don't think. It, but my, is, she, is she really? Is, is Lady Gaga really bisexual? Dog, I don't know, man. I, no, no, <laughs> I know. no, 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 I'm, no. I'm not asking you. Do you really know? But yeah, like if, if she, I felt like if she was, it would really be clear cut. Like, hey, what do you mean? What do you mean? If, if she's really bisexual, or is she just what? catering towards this fan base? I'm like, how do you identify as clearly bisexual? You can be married to a man and still love having sex with women if you're a woman. But she she making music to cater towards a certain audience. But is she really bisexual? Is she really bisexual or is she just making music for the, the, you know, gay people? I, 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 I'm just confused by their argument, I guess, because I feel like no, we we assume that she's bisexual because she's making this type of music, 
But mm-hmm. is she really bisexual or is she just making gay friendly music? Because that's because that's that's kind of her audience and that's helping her. So I just don't see what the issue would be, period. If you're even if you're not gay, what's no, wrong with making gay friendly music? No, I'm saying that's that's kind of her mark her marketing tool. That's what I'm pretty I'm pretty much saying is 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 Lil, could Lil Nas X be doing the same thing. Now I know he out he he came out and said he was gay. So, you know, you got to take him for his word. But it's clear it's clear that he's doing this for a certain crowd. He's not doing this for the the old hip hop heads. He's he's catering towards a certain crowd. The same thing with Madonna. Madonna did that for a certain crowd at some point. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga did the same shit Madonna was doing, and they catered to a certain crowd. But like, I I don't think I don't think Madonna is gay or bisexual or anything like that. I just think that was her money maker, and she catered towards that crowd. Yeah, I, I just don't because see the they, issue. Uh, Go no, ahead. no, it ain't no issue. I'm just saying, is that like a lane that they found and they just stuck with it, even though they might not be bisexual or gay. Do you have? But my question is only: Do you have to be bisexual or gay to make f- music that's seen as bisexual or gay friendly? Because what does bisexual or gay friendly even mean? Like, look to me, I, it could be just goofy ass electronic dance music is gay friendly. But unless they're talking specifically about having sex with the opposite with the same sex, but that I don't see how that you was kind of. Their, but that was kind of their music though. Even Lady Gaga got born this way. That was kind of like a gay thing. And um, I I forgot what Madonna uh, Madonna other stuff was, but they kind of you know it wasn't just like some electronic music that was just Mm -hmm. made by nobody that anybody could listen to. They actually made a theme for you know that kind of category, and so you would think that hey, I'm part of this crew too. I mean, it ain't like just a Jada kids just up and make a song for gay for the gay community. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm. I feel like because look, my my thing is I feel like they're not gay. I don't, I don't think they are, but they catered. That was their that was their uh, main target. That was their audience. So I think they was just catering to their audience, uh, the audience, which is nothing wrong with it. But I think that that was their thing. I, that that's why that's why I mentioned the little Nas X thing. Now he did say he was gay, so mm-hmm. that take all of that out. But I think he I think he is catering more towards that crowd, just like a Madonna and Lady Gaga was. But it's, it's, why, why would he compare to where he was before? Why you, would common he sense. Ca- let's say Lil Nas X was completely straight. Why? And, and, and if you think that he's just planning the gay to cater to that market, why would he do that compared to where his career was before? He was super popular with kids, had the number one song in streaming history. Why would he go down that route if what he was doing before was so successful? I think I think once he came out as gay, he didn't have, you know, he didn't have the videos and stuff like that. And once he started doing the videos, I think that kind of carried on because it, it still he I don't think he dropped off since Old Town Road and nothing like that. He definitely did. You think you think it was a clear drop off? He Doc, he didn't he, get the number not, one album. He, he not well. Old Town Road. He not topping that song. That's probably his greatest song of all time in this catalog. Safe to say. 
Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was a clear drop off. I think he's still one of the biggest stars. I don't, I don't think he I don't think he under the rug. You think he's just under the rug and it's over? He dropped off, yes. He he dropped he an album. He headlines all the time for shit. <laughs> I, don't think, don't, I don't think it was a drop off. He got a song with Elton John. Dog, so? I don't think it was a drop off. Drop. What do you consider a drop off? Do you consider selling think, being selling drop, less than your previous I, I think uh, drop, outing being a drop off? I think a drop off is, you know, you putting something together and it's not working. Like I'm doing all this shit, it's not working anymore. I'm not getting the attention. Mm-hmm. I think that's a drop off. Him him making headlines for doing gay stuff isn't he, he, he translating make, into sales. He's making a headline for every performance. He doesn't have do. a he doesn't have a hit right now. Old Town Row is played everywhere. You ain't gonna turn on the radio station. I guarantee you ain't gonna hear no Lil Nas X songs, man. Now, so yes, that's a drop off. Now, now Lil Nas X songs is in rotation. You probably okay. didn't know it was in rotation, but I guess I not. Yeah, I disagree. I don't think it's a drop off. Like a, a, a drop off is. Whatever he put out, it just go flat. NBA Youngboy beat him for the number one album, man. Like he's yeah, number three now, dog. Like he, I, I so, think so. Uh, yeah, I just don't think it's a drop off. I think it's yeah. I don't. I don't think it's just he just went flat once he started doing the gay videos and stuff like that. I'm a drop off is look. I'm taking a literal definition of drop off. I'm not saying he fell off. I'm saying he That's dropped what off it from work. Like you said, you said it's, it's not, not like no, he fell you, off. You're, dog, you're saying drop off. He dropped off from his last EP, which did huge what? numbers, and he had the biggest he, streaming hit of all time. He, he, he dropped off from that literally. Okay, literally. He dropped it. He dropped an he album. Did, he, he dropped an album with all this press, with all the headlines, with all the performances he did, and he couldn't even beat a three-week-old Drake album. So you so yeah, that's a okay. drop off. So you saying what he's doing now is not working? I'm dog. I think we're just no, arguing that, different things. No, that's what I'm saying because I'm saying once he went the whole gay route, he said I'm gay. Mm-hmm. He started doing the videos and all that stuff. I don't think it's like damn man, like what, when he he should have just stayed the little kids route because I think that would have probably ended too. I don't think he topping Old Town Road. I don't think he got another Old Town Road. That that EP was actually kind of fire. I don't think he topping that. Why why can't he top that? Why can't I, he at least match that or try to? That was a huge. Why song. was it impossible? That was a big song. I, I don't think a lot of people have big songs like that. I just think it. I I guess maybe that's me thinking highly of that song and what every what, how, how that song was everywhere. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he had another one of those in this. <laughs> In this catalog, I mean, in which the- which means he dropped off then. Well, I uh, I mean, it's a huge song, so I guess he had no choice but to drop off. Yeah. So that, but, I guess that's pretty much how, that's you pretty much saying how good the song was. Yeah, and, and the fact is that him so, making this. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go go. Basically, what he's doing now is not as successful as what he was doing before. Like, so him, look, I think you're implying that he's doing, like, he's getting more success for being this gay artist, openly gay artist. I think it's the other way around. I think a lot of stuff he's done has rubbed people the wrong way with the Satan shoes shit, with the dancing on the devil, 
with the gate with kissing the guy on stage. Look, no matter look past the headlines, because that's just people tweeting stuff for interactions and engagement. If it's not equating the sales, then it's not working. I don't think what he's doing is working in terms of look how how big he was before when he wasn't doing this, when he was just making fire music. And now this is his identity. But, but see, it was a huge risk for him to do this. And that's why I can't see it being fake or staged or something just for clout because but, oh, it's not working. But Go see, ahead. but you said the fire music, the fire music was only four songs. He only had, he had one song, which was the old town road. Mm-hmm. I think the rodeo song did okay too, but he had like two, was pretty big. Yeah. He had, he had like two other songs outside. It was a, literally an EP. <laughs> I don't even think it was a full project. And so it, it wasn't like he had three other albums out and then he just made this whole switch and then it just went downhill. Like, I, that's why I, I just, I don't think, I, outside of Old Town Road, I don't think he could have topped Old Town Road at all, even if he stay, if he did come out as gay, if he didn't make that whole switch. I just think that song was too big where he, I, I don't think he would have topped it at all, man. <laughs> so Yeah, I get, but... He- Go ahead. So I'm saying, so technically, I guess he he would have dropped. I think he, by definition, I think he he wasn't gonna top that. So yes, I think he probably it would have been a drop off regardless. I don't think he would have topped that or even did close to that old town road number. If he had a moderately decent hit, it should have went number one in a dry week where the Drake album is three years old or three month three weeks old three years three weeks old. The fact that he couldn't even beat an old Drake album, the fact that NBA young boy who gets no promo crushed him and went number one overall, like it's just the fact that it's not working. And I think he did drop off, but I, I, I think we've talked about this enough now. I think we're going in circles now. So, uh, no, we'll, no, yeah, no, I agree. No, I understand, but yeah, but we're basically we're basically agree to, to an extent. But I think I, I think you were thinking that I said he fell off. Like he's yeah. not relevant. He's super relevant. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. I'm like, man, he he's still in my timeline, and I ain't even following. Nah, he's, he's super still, relevant, but yeah. what he's doing is not equating to sales. And okay. sales wise, he did drop off because you know, like you say, he's not gonna match his last song. He didn't get the number one album when things were set for him to get that, and he still yeah. couldn't get it. And now he's falling even further down the list. So. I don't yeah. know, man. We'll we'll see what he does next. I know it was a long yeah. aside for a little Nas X discussion, yeah, but yeah, no, nah, yeah, I just, yeah. But um, as far as the Madonna stuff, I yeah, I yeah, I th- I think we got off of that. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> um, fuck it. Is there anything else to talk about this week, man? Anything uh, else? I think that's it. That might be about it, man. Uh, let's go ahead and hit that Anita Baker and get on out of here. Okay, all right, all right. Of course, thank y'all as usual for tuning into the Jim's Juice podcast. We love y'all, appreciate y'all. Shout out to Jasmine doing her thing in the background, promoting, helping. Uh, who else? Make sure y'all listen to In the Loop, curated by Figgy Fig himself. He's also at these, uh, you gonna be uh, over NRG Stadium this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. I'll be at the game, so I'll yeah. be out there tailgating. So make sure you come holler yeah, at me you, if you see me. 
If you t- we didn't talk about that ass whooping from last week, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even need to talk about that. That was bad. What is nothing? Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> it was completely awful. So yeah, if you're here for another uh, Texans potential ass whooping, and you tailgate, make sure you holler at Figgy. Uh, make sure you tune to In the Loop, 10 to 2, Sports Radio 610. This man curating the vibes over there. Real quick, how bad did Mark Vandermeer sound? So people who don't know, you're like the chief. You're, I'll call you the chief um, producer, <laughs> engineer. Something like that. Yeah, so you kind of communicate with him. How, how upset did he sound during this game? Uh, what you would think. He was just super annoyed. <laughs> super annoyed. Oh, like, no. Touchdown. Van, like I will say this about Mark Vandermeer. He is not just a uh, go-by-the-numbers announcer. Like He gets super invested in the team winning and losing. Yeah. He hates when the – the thing he hates the most is when he loses against the Colts. <laughs> he gets super upset when they lose against the Colts because <laughs> uh, he hates that team for obvious reasons. Uh, Peyton Manning yeah. whooped their ass for decades. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, nah, he was just annoyed. It was, it was just – like, look, there was even John Harris during the game was just going losing his mind at how bad the team was playing, man. So it, it was bad, man. It, it was it was rough. It was rough. Man. Hopefully this week is better for them for their sake. Man, so. it was looking like Grambling State out there, man. Dog, it, it would get past the thirty. I'm like, God damn. Yeah, it was like I knew it was gonna be bad, but I didn't think they. I thought they was gonna at least gonna get a field goal out the bitch. Dog, it was super bad, man. But rebuilding year, we'll see how things go. Patriots coming. Patriots missing like four offensive linemen, so defense gonna eat. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. But uh, dog, how do you feel about friend of the show Charles Amenahu? You see his tweet? No. What did he say? He said something. He uh, said something. I don't. I don't care who got me because I know God got me or something like that. And then he retweeted Deshaun Watson's tweet about I was at a two, but then I took it to a ten. Oh shit! I ain't even. And see now that. people, yeah, and now people are speculating that he's upset about the team and wants to leave as well. Yeah, I, I, I believe that. All right, how you feel about it's, that, man? Yeah, it's not surprising, <laughs> man. I, I think a lot of people there want to leave who was there originally, not the newcomers, but the ones that was there yeah. for the success, and now they see this. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised. I'm re- I'm ro- rolling down his time. He might delete the tweets now. Probably he probably so. did. Yeah, but yeah, he was just upset. So we'll see how it goes, man. We'll see how yeah. it goes. Yeah, <laughs> tough time to be a Houston football fan. At least the baseball season, team man. good. Yeah, <laughs> they kicking ass. I know. Now let's not speak too soon, man. Yeah. knock on some damn wood. I know. But anyway, thank y'all for listening. We enjoy y'all. Appreciate y'all. And until next time, peace. Hey!